You here with a mission, sir? everybody welcome to another episode of the monthly comic cast brought to you by the new england society of geeks uh i am of course derek and since this is the monthly comic cast that means i have with me the cosmic comic guru dario hey everybody how's it going going good once again we are missing the world's greatest sidekick paul because well frankly he got eaten by galactus m.i.a it happens <laughs> it so was a, it was a valiant fight <laughs> was it yeah <laughs> i don't know about valiant but <laughs> i'm sure it was i'm sure galactus belched afterwards <laughs> it was more like a uh he kind of made the sound that lobsters make when you throw them in the in the oh, high-pitched squeal <laughs> <laughs> anyway um um well let's uh let's get started with some bad news to start off unfortunately um uh we are Actually recording this on May 4th, so may the 4th be with you, of course. Um, but unfortunately, that does bring up the news that uh, actor Peter Mayhew has unfortunately passed on. The, he, the man best known for playing Chewbacca in yeah. the original Star Wars. Bit of a shock. Yes, yes, it was. Um, I, I, uh, I got the chance to meet him once many years ago and get his autograph. Yeah. He was really nice. That's he was cool. a really nice guy. Yeah, I imagine it would be. Yeah. He definitely was huge. <laughs> was he sick, or was it just because he was such a tall person? And they, I know people that are have either extreme height or extreme shortness right, sometimes right. have lifespan expectancies that are lower than other people. Right, so. like that's what happened to like Andre the Giant yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, all I knew is he had a heart attack. Yeah. But he was 74, so yeah. he did have a, a, a pretty decent... Um, a good long life. Sure. So, yep. but anyway, condolences to the family. We will miss you, sir. Yes. Okay. Now let's move on to some happier stuff. All right. <laughs> so, in addition to it being Star Wars Day, it also happened to be um, Free Comic Book Day, which uh, I don't know. It's like some kind of cosmic thing there. Star Wars Day and Free Comic yeah, Book. Yeah. When the, when all the stars align, <laughs> it can be May the Fourth be with you and Free <laughs> Comic Book Day at the same time. And this is like insanity because we've this is like a crazy month. We've had we had Avengers Endgame. We had last week. We yeah. had we had Game of Thrones insanity last, going yeah, on. Yeah. And now the May the Fourth and Free Comic Book Day. And I don't know what else could happen right now. We're but it's smack just, in the middle of it. Yeah, I think Cthulhu is going to arise any minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But so of course, being that you work at the comic book store. Yeah, it was insanity today. It was, was so it? busy. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. So we always we get there really early to set up for it and line set up for me right away and. The plaza that we're in, there is like, let's see, there's one, besides us, there's H&R Block, which is closed right now, thank God. Mm. Uh, there's a nail salon next to us, and there's a kickboxing studio, and a church, and a few other, in a, in a big car business, and we took up every spot in that lot. <laughs> I'm sure they were very upset with us. Yeah, probably. When I came in, I had to pull around to the side. I had to park down the block and walk. Did when you? I, yeah, yeah. When I got there, I, I had a spot, but then I had to go run errands for the store. 
when I came back, I'm like, oh, <laughs> lots can't park anywhere. You couldn't get it. You put, couldn't put a little reserve sign in there. Yeah, no, no such thing as that, like that for us. Um, but yeah, it was great. We had a lot of people come in. They all get to pick five free comics each. Um, then we had a big selection, although we didn't get as much as we get in the past years. It was because we had a lot of leftover. Mm. So we kind of reduced our order, but we may have reduced it too much because we got wiped out a lot of stuff. Oh, did you? Which is great. We want to be, we want to have it all given away. Um, but we dipped into some of the, at the end of the day, we dipped into some of the stuff from our past years and put it out. Oh, really? People were snatching that up like it was nobody's business. Oh, wow. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's great. It's, uh, I love it when the kids come in and they, they, they're trying to pick all their comics and, you know, grab all their stuff and the parents, oh, a couple yeah. parents don't know what they're doing and they're just grabbing <laughs> anything. So, but it was good. Yeah. And I'm sure you guys saw, I, I, see, I, I brought my, I want to talk about, uh, I didn't bring it. It's downstairs. I yeah. don't have it with me. But. I didn't, I didn't read any of this stuff, but there's a, a book. From AP, what is this? Antarctic Press oh. called Punchline. I picked up that. Huh. Um, Red Comics put out a book called The Dark Age. Interesting. Looks interesting. interesting. Every year I get the Street Fighter comic that's put out. So Oni Press put out the Street Fighter book. <laughs> and this is pretty interesting. I looked through it already. It's the Street Fighter characters, uh, Sakura and Karen, who I'm not familiar with, mm. uh, are playing Puzzle Fighter. Have you ever played Puzzle Fighter? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they're in an arcade playing Puzzle Fighter. And Sakura apparently is really good at it, so she starts challenging all the other Street Fighter characters to play against it. <laughs> That's fun. And I got the Buffy and Firefly. I knew book. you would get that one. Yeah. Um, Witch Hat Attila, which I think is based on a video game, maybe a little bit. I don't know. It's a uh, it's manga book. I don't usually get manga, but it looks really good. Those are those are the five I got. And then I wanted to show you this. This is my 50th birthday gift from one of the comic artists that we had at the store, Bob Nurabini. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, he gave me. Uh, he gave me a copy of Rom Revolution, which came out a few years ago, and it was a sketch cover. So mm. he drew Rom for me, and he, oh, knows, that's I, awesome. he knows I love Rom. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, he's a really good artist. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, the artists were busy all day. We had John Mills, Bob Norbini, and um, and Nick Elliott. Bunch of workforce. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to see them. The line was a little too long, but um, yeah, you got to stay in that line. You got to wait in that line, and then um, a lot. I, I got to kind of police it a little bit because I got a lot of people that go through multiple times. It's mm. supposed to be one per customer. Mm. Um, it ties up ties up some of the people, but right. I'd rather keep them all working steady <laughs> instead of like pushing people out the door and then them doing nothing. So yeah, yeah. yeah well, then, you know, there's always some. Keep those artists working. <laughs> work, work, work. Draw, draw, draw. Draw until your hand bleeds. That's what I always joke and I always say it when I come in. But yeah, it was great. We had a good turnout. We did really well today. That's good. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was pretty crowded when I came in. Yeah. Um, when you came in, it was not that crowded. I mean, it was crowded. Yeah, yeah. But it was not like it was earlier. It was right, packed yeah. in that store. Yeah, I kind of like, I like going a little later, so yeah. I missed the big crowds. I remember one year I came down and... The line for the artist was out the door. Yeah, yeah. But some some years we've had we've had professional. Uh, I wouldn't say professional. I'm gonna say like actively in the business artists mm. come down and, and and draw for us, and that's when we get the huge lines. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, nice. Well, glad to hear everything went well. Yeah. Yeah. Great time. Um. Let's see. I got so I ended up. I don't have it with me, but I remember I got the Spider-Man book you gave me. Yeah. Um. Because there was none left. Yeah, we ran out of Avengers and. And Spider-Man right away. Yeah, I missed the Avengers one. That's okay, though. Um, I got a... Um, comic? I did get a comic <laughs> book. Uh, Lady Mechanica, which oh, is yeah. actually a book I enjoy. Yeah. And I got a Stranger Things. Yeah. And I got two other ones I'm not familiar with, but I figured, hey, it's free. Why yeah. not? Why not give it a shot? I, I always try and use it as a time to try something new. Like, I get the stuff I want. <clears throat> 
and I usually get whatever event book is out mm-hmm. because over the last few years, Marvel and DC usually puts out an event book. Right, right. This year it was um, Year of the Villain. Oh yeah. So. Oh right. That that was in my box. Yeah. Did you pay for that? Like, no. On, okay. It was. It should have been free. Yeah, it was free. Yeah. Um, yeah, I accidentally. I didn't know we were giving it away. So on Wednesday, I sold it to people oh. for twenty five cents each. <laughs> so when they come oh. in, I just give them a discount. It's or a quarter. I'll give them a piece of gum. Here's a piece of gum, kid. <laughs> I, I mean, if you if I had paid a quarter for it, I wouldn't be upset. Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah, yeah, whatever. But yeah, some people. Yeah, and we had a sale too at the store, which is good. Oh yeah, that's right. You yeah, did. Ten percent yeah. off. It's not a whole lot, but it's good. So. And I would like to add that I. And I hope many of the people listening, um, I, of course, also made a purchase while I was there. Yeah. I purchased my weekly comic books that I get, um, which is what you should do. Yeah. Support the stores. It's nice to have free comic book day, but it's better if you make a purchase, buy something, support the store, support the game, um, because the free comic books aren't actually free, are they? No, they're not free for us. We have to pay for them. Mm. I mean, it's not. As much as is as the regular books we put on the shelf, but we still buy everything. Right. You know, we give right. away. Well, good. All right. So that was free comic book day, and I just realized I went out of order because. Oh, or, yeah. But whatever. That's it, why like, we should make notes. <laughs> yes, I know, right? But if the conversation flowed that way. So, yeah. Um, but now we are going to do our book reviews. Oh, book reviews. Book reviews. So. I will allow you to go first, Mr. Guru. Thank you, sir. I had to reach over and grab my books. So let's see. I have a few books. So I got one, two, those count as one, three, four. I got four books today. So everybody knows I love DC, so expect some DC stuff. But we're going to start with Marvel. Uh, and since it's made a fourth, I brought a Star Wars book. I'm going to start with Marvel. Here's Star Wars. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's Marvel puts it I out. know technically, but. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I, I brought with me. Uh, the one of the one shots from the Star Wars Age of Rebellion line ca- called Grand Moff Grand Moff Tarkin. And <laughs> is your accent Grand Moff Tarkin? Grand Moff Tarkin. <laughs> now we get to see a guy. He's a nice guy here. <laughs> <laughs> that Grand Moff. So it's uh, written by Greg Park and arts by Mark Fleming. And I like Greg Park. I didn't read the novel. Have you read the novel? I have not. I have no people that have read the novel. I want to, but I haven't yet. They told me it's very good. Mm, I've heard. And they mention his home planet in the in the novel. My mm. friend that read the book said it was very interesting how the, how he was raised and to you know to just you know I guess be a hunter and a warrior and all right, that kind of right. stuff. So the very first thing in this book is they start out with uh, one of the hunts on his planet when he's a young person, where he's going to fight these these large cat like creatures, and his father and the onlookers are just letting things play out the way they are. It's like it's he's either going to do it or he's going to die, and so that's the kind of environment he was raised in. Um, and then we flash to the story's present, which is when he's on the Death Star uh, mm-hmm. while they're testing it. And the first thing he does is he's they're orbiting a planet, and he says, report on the planet, tell me about it. And his second-in-command starts telling him about it. And he's like, no, don't tell me, just me. He goes, announce it to the entire vessel. So mm-hmm. he gets on the intercom, and he tells everybody what the population of the planet is, what the indigenous life forms are like, if they're peaceful or not peaceful, if they have star star drive activity or any of that stuff. Interesting. And and so once they're done with that report, he goes, okay, turn on the guns. We're going to destroy this planet. Huh? Yeah. So wow. basically, and they, and they go through and they're about to destroy the planet and there's a failure. Because <laughs> you find out in the storyline that there's, I mean, obviously this, the Death Star is this giant gun. 
Right. And it needs a lot of people to get it going and a sure. lot of people to fire to fire the Death Star guy. Right. It ain't so, just one guy pushing a button. Yeah, it was that was his way of testing to see you know who was who didn't have the balls to do it, basically. Oh. So he announced what the population was like, he announced all this. The test didn't work. So he got all the gunners together and he found out who you know who didn't do it right. Oh, he made an, exa- and he made yeah. an example out of them. And it was it's 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 a brutal comic. It's a very mm. brutal comic. Interesting. Yeah. So um, um I have it, but I haven't read it yet. Yeah. But I will. Did you did you read the um the recently ended Darth Vader series at all? Was that the Oh, so the regular Darth Vader series? Yes. Is it ended permanently now? Yes. All right, because I know they did twenty five and then they did yeah, another twenty five. Yeah, they stopped again. All right. There there was an issue where Darth Vader um had Tarkin hunt him. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a good issue. Was it? It was a really good issue. That's cool. Because he wanted, Darth Vader wanted to, like, hone his skills. Yeah. And so he said he had Tarkin, he knew Tarkin, like you said, he was a hunter and yeah. everything. So he, he just had, so the whole issue was just Tarkin hunting Vader. That's cool. And it was, it was, it was a good issue. Was it? it was yeah. really yeah. good. No, I started reading, um, I didn't read all that stuff when it came out, and um, I have the Marvel app, so mm-hmm. I was reading, I, I whenever I travel, I download all that stuff from the app um, offline so I can read it. And I usually, when I'm on a plane, that's what I did when I went to Florida a couple weeks ago. All right. Yep. I, all I did was just read like Star Wars Invader on mm. the trip there and on the trip back. So mm. my brother was sitting next to me like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm reading Star Wars. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that was, this was a very good book. I suggest people get it. I, most of the one shots have uh, sold very well for us. And apparently in general, they've all been received very well. They're going to collect all the Empire one-shots in a trade and all mm. the Rebellion one-shots in a trade, and it's going to come out probably in the next couple of months. And if we're going to grade this Infinity Stones from one to a full gauntlet, I'm not going to give it a full gauntlet, but I'm going to give it, what, six? I'll give it six stones. Full six stones. Full six nice. stones. Nice. I look I like forward to reading it. it. Yeah. Um, what do you think of these one-shots overall? Well, I, I've only read a few of the ones from this, uh, but I, I like a, the ones I read I liked. And I, one of the things I like is the fact that I don't love every character in Star Wars mythos, so right. I can pick and choose, and mm-hmm. it's a contained mm-hmm. story, and right. I don't have to, I don't have to like collect a whole series that kind of stuff. So I yeah, like it. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it, I yeah. guess. So I mean, I'm not going to run out and get, you know, as much as I like him, I'm not going to run out and get a Dengar one. <laughs> I mean, he's just a dude running around with a head wound. He's got his got bandage on his head. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, the characters that I think are interesting that don't have a whole lot of meat to them, like IG 88, I like him, but there's not much that I've ever read that's been done with them. They actually, they have, they have an IG 88 story in, in, um, the special. Oh yeah. I saw that he was in that. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why I brought that up. Which I haven't read uh, yet, but I know he's been, I know they've written about him in the Dark Horse series and I know I'm sure there's novels that have written about him and people in the store have told me Mm -hmm. that there's a set number of them. It's yeah. like an intelligent AI and blah, blah, right, blah. Yeah. I don't know much about him, but he's always been pretty interesting for a character I don't know anything about. So I like IG-88. IG-88 book, I would read. Like a one-shot, yeah. not an ongoing book. Right. So uh, I'm glad that the Star Wars book is ongoing. I'm glad the Vader book was ongoing. Yeah. Well, now they, now they have that Dark Visions, which is... Yeah, they're probably Pretty just cool. gonna do. They're probably just gonna do a couple miniseries, and I bet you they're gonna launch into another beta series because I have a feeling. Yeah. I mean, it's been successful. If they can do twenty five issues, you know, then take a break and then mm-hmm. do another twenty five issues. Comics get to put out another issue one, which will sell right. like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then any artist or creative team that they hire, they can hire them and say, 
you're just on for 25 or 50 issues. Right, right? Yeah. And they're going to be, that's easy. We sure. can write an ongoing story. So come come up with your 25 issues yeah. of ideas yeah. and go to town. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a great idea that they, that they do it that way. Yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like doing story arcs. Yeah. But instead you end the actual I think some I think some stuff. writers are like a little resistant to coming on to a, a long-term book because I don't know, maybe they feel like they, they have to stay on for a hundred issues. Yeah. Like Tom King says he's going to write a hundred issues of Batman. Mm. He's close. He's written from one all the way up to issue 70 now. Maybe he's up. Yeah. I think he's around 70. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So what all else right. you got? So next one I got is from DC came out this week. And it's called deceased. Oh yeah. I just picked that up today. And it's spelled D C E A S E D. And I got the theme cover that's themed for the, for the movie It, which I thought was pretty terrifying. It's got the Joker, movie or the yeah, cover? Yeah, the movie. Well, the, yes, I just, yeah, just the covers. Yeah, it's got Joker holding a balloon, uh-huh. giving it to Robin. You'll die too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm interested to hear your opinion on this one. So it was solicited as basically a zombie book. Yeah. Right? Basis of the book, Dark Side attacks Earth, heroes fight him off. He finds out that, he finds out that Cyborg... Uh, because Cy- the the origin for Cyborg on this alternate Earth that it happens on is uh, the same as it is now, where he's kind of been rebuilt by a mother box. You know how in the movie they talk about how he's rebuilt mm-hmm. by a mother box? Right. It's that way in the in the comics, too, which mm. isn't the original origin, by the way, but no. it's neither yeah. here nor there. Mm-hmm. He's rebuilt by the mother box. So Darkseid finds out that that mother box had the other part of the equation, the anti-life equation in him. Huh. So he grabs he grabs... Cyborg merges his part of the equation with Cyborg, and he has the full anti-life equation. Uh, but in the process, he he has to stop Cyborg from dying in, while he's doing this. So he summons the Black Racer, who is basically Death, right. and he captures him. So since he's got Death captured, people things can't die. Mm. So he creates the anti-life equation. He's got Death captured, and that somehow corrupts the equation. So now when they fall subject to the anti-life equation, they become zombies, so they lose all their will and they and all this other stuff like they're supposed to. Interesting, but they become zombies, and it's transmitted by bites, and it's transmitted by blood, and it's transmitted by tech. So mm. they mm. they they that's interesting. They flooded onto the well. Cyborg's got it in him. He goes to escape. He goes back to Earth. The second he hits, he hits Earth. His system goes online, and he can't stop it before mm. it spreads to every like phone and ipad and computer like right. in the world yeah and it immediately just gets out of control like huh. immediately and uh i think it's interesting seeing how superman has to deal with it and how batman has to deal with it like right. just in this first issue mm-hmm. i thought it was pretty cool like superman the first thing he, when he realizes the scope of it first thing he does is go to his family and make sure that they're safe he's right. like, yep. Yep. like like destroys like all the all the tech in the <laughs> area and he's like shit's going down <laughs> like a part of my life um, that's fine <laughs> Uh, and then Batman's dealing with it in Wayne Manor, and we don't like. I don't even know how long this is going on for. I don't know if they say it on the inside. Or not. I want to say six issues, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. But um, it's interesting, you know, for what it is. Um, I'm gonna keep reading it. I'm more interested in this than the other Batman. Like I don't. Even, I I felt this was a Batman event, but based on how the first issue ends, I don't know if it's actually a Batman event. Mm. <laughs> it might just be a, a DC event. So are those? Are they like? traditional type zombies or so there's not much that they tell us right now okay people become zombies or 
crazed. Um, mm-hmm. And they can take they can take damage and keep moving. Um, whether or not they're dead or not dead is one is, is a whole different thing. Um, but the 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 virus that they have transmits like zombies transmit viruses, so it's kind of it's unclear at this time. Okay, but it's, it's, it, it feels to me like it's a zombie. Mm. You know, kind of like Marvel Basically. Zombies. Did you read Marvel Zombies? A little bit here and there, but... So, in Marvel Zombies, they... I'm pretty sure that they still were able to talk. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. these are these are, these are feral. Like, when they're infected, they're feral. Right. They're hissing and they're jumping and they're scratching and all that stuff. So. Mm. But it's good. I mean, it's for... It's, it's not a lot I'm reading right now. There's, there's kind of a lull in what, of the stuff I'm really excited for. So, mm-hmm. this is out. I'm going to try it. Um... My rating, my rate, my rate for this is I'm gonna give it only three. I give it only three. Mm, I'm not okay, super excited okay. about it. I don't um, think it's an original story. Um, I like the art. It's a fine book. The art's good. The writing's fine. It just, it's just kind of a tired storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've read it a hundred times. Yeah, that's one thing I was a little worried about, but I figured I'd pick up the first issue, give it a shot. But yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm gonna read it because I'm a DC, I'm a DC like fan, but uh, it's not. Not top tier for me right now. Mm. So that's right. that. Okay. Cool. Cool. Next thing we're gonna talk about is I'll save this for last. Another DC book, part eight of DC Heroes in Crisis. This is also one I haven't read yet. Right. There's one there's one I issue left in this nine issue miniseries written by one of my favorite writers, Tom King. Tom King, I feel, is a really, really thoughtful writer. And I think that he's kinda in this particular book, he's taking a lot of risks. Mm. And and addressing PTSD and heroes and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a there's a there's a murder mystery. For those of you who don't know, because I think I've talked about this book before, it's about a place called Sanctuary where DC sends their heroes that have had tra- uh, traumatic experiences, much in the way that the army or the, any of the armed forces send people off to be taken care of that have P- PTSD. So Makes hero- sense. heroes go there. It's very private. They're they don't know any, the other people that are there. Um, since it's kind of a comic booky kind of thing, they have like a holodeck room where they can go and mm. get therapy from Kryptonian robots. And like the top three heroes, Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman all put their resources in the building in this place and make it helpful for everybody. Uh, so there's not a ton of people there, but there, there are people there and they deal with a lot of characters that have, have been used in the DC universe for a long time. It's very interesting to see how they, he kind of writes why they're there and all that stuff. But the, I'm going to, I don't want to ruin this for you. Do you know who they revealed the murderer in this? I do not know who it is yet. No, right. I'm not going to ruin it for you, but I'm going to tell you that I'm very upset. Really? Yes. I'm very upset with the reveal. Um, now it came out because of who it is yes. or so when it came out, I had already, mm-hmm. I'm putting books in the shelf and I'm thinking, and I, as of last month, had a pretty strong suspicion as to who it was, mm-hmm. right? So I said, okay, I got to find out. So I just, I looked and I was like, okay, I'm right. I'm very angry. I'm extremely angry. Very upset. Really? Yeah. Wow. It affected okay. me on that level. And I was like, I'm done. I am finished. I am really? no longer reading DC Comics. I was literally wow. going to stop reading DC Comics. I wow. Was that bad. It was that bad. <laughs> yeah, I was very angry. So I put it on the shelf. Wow. And I let it stew for a day. And I didn't, I didn't complain to customers as they came in. People bought it. I just said, tell me what you think. And then I went home and I read a very interesting article on, online about how he has been receiving death threats because of this book. Well, and I mean, that's, I, a, that's a standard go-to right. for the internet. But I immediately felt bad for him. Yeah. yeah. His reply was in a tweet, um, you know, 
that it was a very short reply that more or less basically said uh, that he understood that why people was why people were upset and that he would just he would just like it if people read it before they judged it. So having read that and appreciating his writing, so I went to the store the next day and I grabbed it and I went home and I read it. It's a good book. Still not happy, but it's a good book. And he does what he wants to do. He got the emotional response, like 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 thing yeah, out of me that yeah. he wanted, but I wasn't happy. And there's one issue left, so who knows? I mean, maybe Superman will fly around the earth really fast and fix stuff. But uh, is <clears throat> did did they get into the why of it? Oh yeah, in this book. Mm-hmm. Okay, they explain what they explain exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. It's a little convoluted, but they explain exactly what happened. Uh, the stuff that you read, I mean, you're you're gonna you're gonna know why. The, the the depth of the, the depth of loss that this that this character had is pretty intense. Um, I mean, it's been mentioned in other comics before, but they didn't really get into it. And if you, you sit back and you think about it, and you're just like, if this happened to me, it's, of course it's a comic book universe. Stuff happens all the time. You know, reality is rewritten every day, mm-hmm. especially in the DC universe. But just to feel like 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 this person had this life, and then all of a sudden this thing happens or that thing happens. You know, maybe I can't shrink anymore. Like, that's not who. Maybe I don't have the power anymore. It's Adam? <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time Adam did something crazy. No, it Actually, it was his wife who lost her. Technically. And identity it, crisis, actually, was is, is probably very close to this. I was just going to ask about that. I, I like the identity crisis a lot. But yeah. that dealt with that. And that was another book that dealt with things that are way outside the norm for comics. Mm. So, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to give this book, overall, my rating for it is, is, is going to be five gems. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. It, the, it upsets me, so mm-hmm. I can't give it six or full gauntlet. <laughs> that might be the wrong reasons to rate it low, but um, it's a good book. I think you should read it tonight or tomorrow. I just might. And, um, and just think about it. This is a book that requires you to sit and think about it. So do you think, so this is, this is issue eight yeah. of nine. Yeah. Do you think, how can I put this? Are you expecting issue nine to... Brighten things up and make everything better. Yes, no, not a little, no. not even a little bit. Okay, okay. Um, I think issue nine is going to wrap up the convoluted part of the storyline mm-hmm. that you're going to read and be like, "Ah, Dario, what?" <laughs> like it was, I understand what you're talking about to this point, but then what? And that's going to be like, ah. <laughs> like I don't get that part either. That's just comics. <laughs> I I'm I'm really interested to see what the reveal. What my what how the reveal will hit me? Mm-hmm. I'd be interested because I I am not as you're not, much, you're not as attached to DC as I am. Yes, yeah. I mean I like DC and there's some characters. One thing I was really happy to see Booster. Yep. In this story. Oh yeah, I know Booster and Harley. Yeah, they're great. In this one. Yeah. Um, Batgirl and somebody else, Nightwing. I think was briefly in it too. Mm-hmm. We're good. Um, I mean I just like how I like how everything is. So. Everything I said, there's, there's parts of this book I don't like. Like there's a there's a, a saying that is spray painted on the wall that they kind of explain. I, I, like I, I didn't get that. I mean, it's, it's explained mm. to me. I, I didn't get it. I don't feel that that really me. Mm. Maybe because I just I just don't have that part of my, that, like that that historical part of it just doesn't mm. doesn't get me. Right, um, right. But I don't know. It's just one of those things where I think issue nine is going to wrap it up. I think I'm still going to be mad at DC for a long time, <laughs> and then I'm going to go and I'm going to read Doomsday Clock. And I'm going to love that book, but still get mad at that because nothing happens in that book at all. Like, yeah. I love that book and nothing happens. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, what happened in the book? I don't know. Someone talked to somebody. So what's Doomsday <laughs> Clock? What's that got? Like two more years to go? 
for two more comics. Yeah, I think it's going to do one more issue each year, and then uh, it'll be wrapped up in the year three thousand. Mm. Um, yeah, but that's almost done. And people come to the store and go, "What's coming to the store?" and ask me, "What's happening in that book?" I go, "Nothing." <laughs> you want to read a book and find out nothing happens. Read this book, but but you'll like it. You know, you know how you know how you you get one of those comics and it's just page after page, panel after panel, action packed, and yeah. and fl- that's not this book. That's not that book <laughs> at all. Nope, it is. It is people walking from point A to point. It's the Lord of Rings. It's people walking from point A to point B. That is that's my my wife's my wife's um, impression of of lord of the rings is just walking it's just all they do is just walk yeah sometimes they have breakfast sometimes sometimes they have second breakfast <laughs> they have second breakfast <laughs> love the movies but yeah it's just it's just a hike mm. it's a three-hour movie hike so. well, te- technically it's a nine hour if you go with all three movies oh yeah the extended versions and yeah. all that stuff and then the last thing i'm going to talk about is two parts i, I bring i brought with me the free comic book day avengers book oh and savage events because i've already read this is it is it is it important to no okay no. I didn't say I missed it but there's nothing important in the book okay all right the reason I brought it is because it when I grabbed it off the shelf and I grabbed it off the shelf and I grabbed it off the table I looked at it and I said ah this is just a this is just pages that are taken directly from Savage okay mm. but then I read it and I'm like oh there's nothing in here it's in Savage Avengers this is this is all original material but you said you read Savage Avengers yeah. okay. I in fact read it literally right before I came right back. before you came to record. So in Savage Avengers, uh, Wolverine's already in the Savage Land. This is before he gets there, and it's uh, oh, this is this is you, this this is this is dealing with the the opera singer. Yes, uh, you know what his impact is. Why okay. Wolver- why Wolverine's his friend? And, oh, the that this book is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And also, this really has this has a lecture in it where the main book doesn't have a lecture yeah. in it yet. Right. This is Electra in it. Electra, Electra and Stick are tracking down the hand to find out what's going on. And it ends it, it, it ends with them knowing that they have to go to Savage Land. So it's just it's just two characters leading into what happens in Savage Land. Mm-hmm. So not um, required reading, but good. still good nonetheless. But but it was it was actually good for the free count. Um before we continue, um can we just run through the books that you did that you reviewed for the creative team? Oh, okay. Um, I didn't talk about I didn't talk about deceased. The creative team for deceased is I totally forgot. We should probably do that. <laughs> uh, the writer is Tom Taylor, mm. and it looks like it's the writing. It's the art team on this book that do different pages. So Trevor Ersine and Stefano Gadiano mm. sounds like it uh, did the majority of the book, and then James Harren did pages seven through. 11. That was deceased. That was deceased. And I did I did like the art. Mm. Uh, I already talked about Grand Moff. Um, also, great cover. Yep. Um, which I like. Terry Dodson. Loved it. Loved the Dodsons. And Heroes in Crisis, we know, is Tom King. Tom King. And again, it looks like there's multiple artists on this book. Okay. Mitch Gerardus mm. uh, works on uh, the first page and then pages six through 20. And then Travis Moore works on pages two through five. And I've enjoyed the art. I think it's interesting that when they... Uh, and they use the computer, the the, the computer coloring to kind of blur stuff out. Mm. Not always a big fan. Sometimes in this book, it looks. yeah, sometimes. Yeah. All right, and now finally, before we launch into Savage Avengers, the writing team writer for this book is Jerry Duggan. Jerry Duggan, 
And the artist is Mike Diodato Jr., who yeah. I love. He's great, isn't he? I love his art. I, I also do. Absolutely. He's definitely in my top ten. Yeah. Every time he every, every time he works on a book, I end up getting it. Me too. I love his he artwork. did uh, Dark Avengers. Yes. I love Dark yes. Avengers. I yes, thought that so. was such yes. a good book. Actually, no, then no, no, Bendis were, Bendis was a right book. Mm-hmm. So Savage Avengers. We both read it. So mm-hmm. I think we should both talk about it. I can tell you that this is gotta be uh, a fanboy's drink. Oh, without a, this, <laughs> without a doubt, this there's so fanboy. many there's so many moments in here. Where I'm like, <laughs> yes. I knew that I knew that it was basically that that was that was the first thought. My first thought was, oh, there's a fanboy's dream. But my second thought was, and I loved it. <laughs> so putting these characters together, I mean, they haven't all met yet, but the team is going to consist of Conan, Wolverine, Elektra, the Punisher. Brother Voodoo, and strangely enough, Venom. Yeah. Now, I was when this was first announced, I've always felt Venom might be out of place, but I was thinking the other day, what would it be like if the Venom symbiote possessed Conan? Oh. What the hell? Oh, my God, man. Something, that is a fanboy's dream. Something tells me we may see that at <laughs> some point. A fanboy's dream going to come true. Now, I will say the only, the only Venom was not in this first issue. And I, I thought he was. I thought he was. Isn't he trapped in the cage on the top of the, of the blue of the blood pit? No. Oh wait, is he? Maybe he is. Yeah. If you go to the, if you actually not the, um, right here, this scene right here, it's like the main oh, bad guy or he's yeah. where Conan's trying to steal the amulet from. There's something caught in the cage up top, and I thought it was Venom, but oh, maybe it's unclear. It is unclear. All right, so maybe he is. And then the the god thing kind of looks a little Venomish. Yeah. Um, but. We did not get Electra, which I was a little disappointed about. Yeah, but you know, throwing everybody in the first issue. Yeah, was rough. Yeah, so I know she'll be. And and you said she was in that. She's in the, the, the free comic. Yeah, you book. can you can take this and read if you want. Oh, nothing. So, long story short, we're gonna just uh gonna run down the plot. So, at the end of the events of the co- of the Avengers miniseries that just came out, the weekly miniseries, No Road Home, No Road Home, which Conan, I am reading. Conan, I, I started reading it. I haven't finished uh, it yet. Conan ended up being pulled out of the Haborian Age, teaming up with the Avengers to help defeat this great evil. And at the end, instead of getting sent home, he got shunted into the Savage Land. Yes. He's been living there for a few weeks. Which I would think... It's a perfect place for him. Yeah. If he's going to stay in the mainstream Marvel Universe. I, I think he'd be happy be. there. Yeah. Um, basic premise is that the Hand is attempting to summon a god... Uh, that has been attempted to be summoned before in the past, and it needs uh, sacrifices in the way of powerful blood. So this 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 mm-hmm. this cult this this cult is getting great artists, great writers, great thinkers, great warriors, etc., and killing them all, and then dumping their dumping dumping their their bodies slash blood slash everything to a giant bowl. Which is why they start off with capturing an opera singer, right? Because he's such a great artist, and they, they need his they need the so their overall goal is to Bring back this god. Now, it's already been. I've already learned this from the solicits, but we're going to find out that whatever section of the of of um, the Savage Land that they're at is a, some a, is is a kind of a nexus point that mm-hmm. crosses into the Haborian Age. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be encountering the wizards and characters from Conan's world, right? Which I kind of I like that. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. So as we said, Conan's been living in the Savage Land for a while. And in this time that he has learned, aside from the fact that he's been killing dinosaurs this whole time, is that he learned that there is a wizard that is in the jungle that has a powerful amulet. 
And being the barbarian thief that he is, you know, he'll steal the name until sure. he runs until he runs into a bunch of hand ninjas, mm. which is our opening battle, which is not bad. Yeah. Until Wolverine shows up. Yeah. <laughs> and then it becomes a fanboy's dream. <laughs> oh man, that was great. That was, that was so like a awesome. three page fight or uh, maybe a four page fight. <laughs> it's so good. And like all this is like them fighting and then Conan like killing Wolverine and then Wolverine getting back up. And then going and going Wolverine again. Then Wolverine. There, there's a couple of um. There was a couple a couple of moments in there where like, oh there it is again beautiful artwork. Yeah, like there's a they Conan and Wolverine when they meet they get in a, as as I mentioned they get in a fight and Wolverine uh, well, Conan takes his battle axe not battle axe he takes his broadsword his broad, yeah and you know <laughs> like <laughs> hits Wolverine right in the head with it and you just hear Sorry, clang. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wolverine's like yeah you can't cut through metal dude and then, and then I love I love um of course you know. Conan says, Krom, and then uh, Wolverine says, F Krom, yeah. and F you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, he, of course, brings out the blades, which made me think. I was just like, wow. I was like, I don't know a whole lot about Wolverine since he came back, but he has his adamantium bones, and he mm-hmm. has his adamantium claws again. Mm-hmm. So when he just came back to life, he did that stuff again. Like, I read The Return of Wolverine. No, but- he, he got it back before he died. Oh, yeah, he did? Yes. I'm trying to remember. I even read the Death of Wolverine. I just don't remember. But yeah, they 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 rebonded him. Yes, I don't remember who. Did. It's really the best Wolverine. Does it happen like this? Yeah, in, in the old brown costume. Yeah, yeah, and then it just becomes a big fight. It's just like three or four pages, and uh, <laughs> it's a good one. So Conan grabs a freaking rock and throws it at Wolverine, and Wolverine just catches it on his claws. Yeah, and yeah. he goes cripes. <laughs> Yeah, but then he just uses that same rock to clobber, clobber Conan. <laughs> that was so awesome. Conan grabs his broadsword and just shoves it right through Wolverine. And then he's like, looks at Wolverine and says, you fought well and died well, stranger. Yeah. Wolverine falls over, only to get back up and go, hey, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> he says, I ain't dead yet, bub. So it turns into a big fight and they fall off a cliff. Um, now, of course. As you do. When they met, they were on a cliff overlooking the fortress that Conan wanted to invade. Right. So when they fall off the cliff, they fall in, they fall through a building uh, into a storeroom and they're both unconscious for an unknown amount of time. But Conan gets up first and the, in this, in this uh, storeroom that they crashed through <laughs> is just a bunch of kegs. So first thing, the first thing Conan does is he goes over, he grabs a keg Takes a huge pull from it. And then he walks over to Wolverine and he dumps it on Wolverine and Wolverine gets up. He's like, ah, Thanks. <laughs> and then they become best well, buds. Well, the best part is he goes, he said, uh, thanks, Popeye needed his spinach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, they introduce themselves and they decide not to fight. They explain to each other what they're doing there. Right. Uh, they make an agreement not to get in each other's way because what Wolverine wants is not the same thing that Conan wants. Right. Which led to another part I loved um, where Wolverine tells him, I ain't here for treasure. And he says, uh, he says, "Look, bub, there's easier, easier places to to knuckles." Yeah, and then Conan says, "I am Conan of Samaria, bub." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Logan says, "I am Logan of Pabst." Yeah, yeah. I think he must be talking about the beer. I don't know. He's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pabst Blue, yeah. which I'm a little disappointed in his beer choice, but whatever. <laughs> you know, you can't really. I don't really expect too much out of Wolverine. And then we go to the next part of our story. We 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 go to uh, Metropore. And we follow mm. what uh, how 
brother voodoo is getting into this yes and i like the i like the changes they made to his look he's mm. he's got like a bigger fro yeah as opposed to the the, the tight one that he usually has mm. and um which yeah on the cover he actually yeah he's got different hair in the cover yeah but in the uh well, actually is that the same artist too as david finch at the yeah, yeah, it's David, hey, David Finch. Like, I really hurt. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so anyway, Brother Voodoo gets brought into it. Um, he's basically was lured to a spot so the hand could get him and sacrifice him to the ball. And then, I love, I love, um, how you he gets introduced and then, um, you know, the hand comes for him and he says, you know, he gets ready to start battle and then you turn the page. And no battle. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he, he, he's like, you think I came unprepared? And he just pulls out a voodoo doll. Yeah. <laughs> and then you find out he got caught. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but uh, then it goes to a very classic uh, Conan breaking into a wizard's fortress. Yes. Uh, two very, page scene. Very classic. Yeah. Yes. And then. Uh, Pulling and then we, a guy out of the window. And then we, then we go to Brother Voodoo being. Uh, given the villain's speech about why he's going to be killed. So the villain, of course, tells him everything, spills the beans. And then Wolverine shows up, there's a battle, and then it ends, the book ends with us finding that the hand, um, the hand is luring uh, Frank Castle, a.k.a. the Punisher, yes, there mm-hmm. with the bodies of his family. Yes. There's no way that he's not going to go get those back. No. Yeah, how, you know, how are you going to check the Punisher? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yep. So that was issue one. It was a nonstop ride. Lots of, lots of action, lots of great moments. Uh, this gets a full gauntlet. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I've been, I have been excited since the moment I heard about yeah. this. Series. Like so many people were making fun of it. At the store like saying, that's crazy. I'm like, okay. I go, you it's know what? Awesome. The, the more you think about it, the more it's a perfect book. Yes, it is. Just, <laughs> it's perfect. And it's awesome. And I love it. And I cannot wait for the next issue. <laughs> The only thing is, I'm afraid that it only it has. I feel like it maybe as a book has a limited lifespan because you can't really keep Conan in the mainstream Marvel universe forever. But if right, the, if and the, you can't if, keep that team together. Right. But if I, I, if they stick, if they stay in the Savage Land, the book works. Throwing Kazar once and like, oh yes, and like, yes, and like, like yes. Conan knock him out with I'm his with his elbow. That. I imagine that Conan would just elbow Kazar <laughs> right in the head, and that would be the end of the fight. <laughs> Um, they didn't, they haven't specified that it's a mini series, right? Mm-mm. As far as we know, it's an ongoing, mm-hmm. but yeah, we'll see how long it lasts. Yeah, as far as I know, it's an ongoing series. I but mean, it's, all, ugh, it's, it's, so- I'm sure, I'm sure when they made a deal with the, with the creative team, they were probably like, all right, mm-hmm. they said they're probably like, they probably have 12 to 24 issues in the can, mm-hmm. like mentally in the can and then go from there. They could, I mean, they could leave the Savage Land, I suppose. But- yeah. I, I, I can see them very easily. Like. Once Conan's acclimated to this time, mm. I mean, he'll never acclimate to this time. No, he'll yeah, be Con- he'll always yet. be Conan. Yeah, but I mean, he'll he's, always be he's Conan. Always, he's, <laughs> he'll get a he'll get a late night talk show. <laughs> <laughs> but he's already met he's already met Hulk. He's already met you know Herc. He's already met a number of the Avengers. So it's very easily that they could have another another thing with that. Mm. So, yeah, thumbs up on this book. Yes, and definitely. Even though even though Venom's not in it yet. I'm somewhat uh, acceptable to it. Oh, you know what? I think that book I just gave you, um, the Avengers book, I think they show Venom in a jar. <laughs> because I know, I read an article with the writer saying that Conan's going to refer to Venom as a genie because he comes out of a jar. Venom yeah, in a right jar. There. All right, so so do, Venom in a jar, then, does that, that makes me wonder if that was Venom in the cage we saw. 
Yeah, probably. I think probably, it was. yeah. Okay. So, um, that's it for that one. Yep. Anything else? No, that's it. I think those are all the books that I had for review. I mean, as I, I'm trying to spread out the, the, the types of books I'm reading. Sometimes I'll read one book just as a review without planning on ever reading it again. Yeah. Um, but there's some books, like just as a quick follow-up, um, I believe I did a review on uh, on Buffy when it first mm-hmm. came out. Yeah. And uh, I think it's up to issue four or five now. And I hadn't, I've been buying them, but I hadn't been reading them. Mm. And I read two of them before I came over. I read issues two and three before I came over. And not only does the art get tighter and better, but oh, the good. story is actually pretty good. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, I actually, um, I think one, one interesting thing that's come out of us doing this is I've been trying to branch out mm-hmm. and do other things, which is how I came across this book here. Yep. So my first book for review is called Fair Lady. It is put out by uh, Image Comics, um, and it is a bit of a sci-fi book written by Brian Shermer and illustrated by Claudia Balboni. You know, I honestly didn't think that was sci-fi. I didn't really look through it, but I thought it was going to be more like fantasy stuff. It, no, it's it, so it's it's... It's a little bit of sci-fi fantasy, I guess. Okay. Um, so it takes place on this world, um, which I'm not sure what the world is, but it's it's a different world, and there was a great war, and um, after the war, um, there. So there's the main character is a woman named Jennifer, uh, excuse me, Jenner, mm-hmm. Fowlos. And she disguised herself as a man to fight in the war, um, capital T, capital W, mm-hmm. the war, the war, the war. Uh, and then when she came back, um, she, so the people who fight in the war, um, you know, as typical with, with wars, they come back, they don't, some of them they are affected by it. They're affected. Yeah. They don't have, you know, they have trouble, um, acclimating themselves back into, society and they stuff. mentioned how long the war was it had to have been a great war for it to- uh, they didn't yet um but anyway so some of the sh- some of the soldiers who came back from the war um became licensed licensed investigators mm-hmm. and they were called fair men okay so jenner who was in this war disguised as a man she comes back and she becomes the only fair lady um, and she has a partner who is an anthropomorphic cat mm-hmm. and she's on this investigation. Um, it's interesting. You see here is a yep. big splash page of a former giant robot. Okay. Looks like. Yeah. And that is called the Feld and it's where people live. Hmm. That's the town. That's the town. Yeah. All that's the town, the Feld. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so basically it's, it's a, a detective book. In an alternate world, Um, it's part sci-fi, part fantasy, and it was kind of interesting. There's, I mean, just like with any... Go back to that one. Yeah, it's a little bit. um, Nice big part, more words. Yeah. Um, It's basically um, a little bit of a description about what happened during the war and stuff. Yeah. Um, What was I I saying? Yeah. Oh yeah, so so because it's a new it's a new book that takes place in in a different world and mm-hmm. stuff. There's a little bit of things to get used to sure. in yeah. the world. Um, but everything makes sense as far you know. There's nothing like I don't 
I don't understand that. That's an interesting thing. Like that. Yeah. I mean, it's not, cool. I don't have to like it when there's a lot of white space, but that's yeah, actually cool. It works. The artwork is, is pretty fairly decent, I gotta say. Um, see here, you see the oh, they, map. They have a map of yeah. the giant robot, the yeah. Feld. And um, there's, uh, it's basically where people, how people have inhabited. So I don't, they haven't explained this giant robot. Yeah. You don't really need to right away. But it's, no. it's, it's very interesting. Yes. Um, so, um, yeah, it looks like it's going to be an interesting story. I like on the front cover, it says it contains a complete fair lady mystery. Is it a complete mystery? Does it solve it at the I, end? I'm not exactly sure what they mean by that, but, well, I guess, oh no, actually, yeah, I guess the initial, mis- the initial case that she goes to, um, case, to, of, the, case of the blue rock, <laughs> the case that she, she does. She does solve the case, but it just leads to more questions. So I guess technically that is true. It is a complete mystery, but mm-hmm. it, it opens up the door to so much more. Oh, this is actually very cool. They, 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 she goes to the crime scene and they yes. lay out the crime scene for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting because it's part it's part detective story, part sci-fi, part fantasy. Um, and it, it, feels, it feels interesting. Um, it feels like it feels like they could do some interesting things with it. So I'm kind of, I kind of, uh, I'm a little intrigued. I almost picked this up. I looked at it when it came out and I try and get, um, new number ones from image that I think might, mm. might be pretty good because yep. image puts out so many good books right now. Right. Yeah. Um, they're one of my top publishers, I, but I, I saw you were getting it and I was like, I'll let, I'll let. <laughs> you can borrow it if you want writing in the back too. So one of the things that I, I liked about this is around the first page, uh, on the inside cover, they have like a little synopsis of kind of mm-hmm. what to expect from this book, mm-hmm. which I like a lot. Yeah, uh, and they also do it in the back. Yeah, they give you they give you a good introduction to to the universe, yeah. to the world, so that you. I don't recall seeing those in the book. I'm not sure what those are <laughs> that are on the cover, but um, it it gives you enough that you understand what's going on, mm-hmm. but leaves enough open for future exploration. Yep. Um. So. I mean, right now it's the first issue, so I can't say it's the next saga or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. But it intrigued me enough. I'm gonna go with four stones. Oh, that's good. Four stones. Pretty decent book. Pretty good. Now, my next book is you know back to standard Marvel. For me. <laughs> standard Marvel fair. Kind kind of like uh, we can expect DC from you. <laughs> you can expect Marvel from me. And so this this one I wasn't sure. But being that I'm a Spider-Man fan, of course I had to get it. Yep. So this is Marvel Team Up, issue one, featuring Spider-Man and Miss Marvel. And it is written by Eve L. Ewing and art by Joey Vas- Vasquez. Joey Vasquez, who I'm not familiar with. And this particular issue has a gimmick that I noticed. Um, I was curious about whether they would continue, but the second issue seems to be just the standard book. It doesn't do it in the second book. I just picked up the standard issue. And that gimmick is, it is, uh, to, it is the same tale told from both sides. It's a flip book. It's a flip book. So you read it on one side, you get Miss Marvel's story or Spider-Man. If you start with that, you flip it and you read the other person's story. And then they both intermingle in the middle. Now, mm, there's some interesting things. Um, see, in the middle, it kind of becomes a big double yeah. like splash page, a couple of panels. Um, 
course, as I said, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. So basically, if Spider-Man's in it, there's a good chance I might check it out. Yeah. Um, and Marvel Team Up, I mean, that 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 was... I would get anything called Marvel Team Up. In fact, yeah. I, I almost bought that, but I didn't like the gimmick. Mar- and I wanted yeah. to see what the next issue was going to be. Yeah. So I was just like, eh. Um, and Marvel Team Up is a book that has some history. Yeah. I mean, they've done it before. So, and it's fun because it's, I don't know, I don't know if they're going to focus on different characters each story arc or what, yeah. but. I think Marvel needs a team of books. Yes. Yes. I think it needs a book that they can, they can put in either a popular ongoing character such as Spider-Man or The Thing or somebody else that mm-hmm. they could carry a book mm-hmm. and then have them team up with other characters just to kind of use them. Mm-hmm. You know, get them, get them, get them. Oh yeah, seen. You could, like you could pull out characters that we haven't, yeah, seen in a while. Yep, you could have Spider Man and Sleepwalker, and yes, well, basically, they Avenging Spider Man was a team up book, right? Yeah, but they didn't call it. Wait a minute, they didn't call it team up. Team book. up, right. Yeah, a good team up book is always fun. Um, and as far as Miss Marvel goes, I like Miss Marvel, but I'm not a huge fan. I've never read her book. But I read Champions, which she's in. She's got so so many weird powers. Yeah, I know. I, don't know. <laughs> I like the character. Yeah. But again, I've n- I don't know everything about her. Yeah, I like her character. I think her character's written well. Yes. I just think she's got a strange power set. Yeah, and and because I don't read her regular book, I don't know that much about her. Um, the artwork is not bad. It's pretty standard. Um, and you can always tell how good an artist is by how they draw Spider Man. Yep. You're <laughs> not wrong. And this this is you know pretty standard stuff. Um, Spider Man and Miss Marvel go to a um, a lecture with a. Are they both undercover? No. Um. So they go to a, this lecture with a um an inventor, a scientist, um, who's I don't remember what she's doing. Some brain stuff or something. I don't know. Whatever. You know. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing some sort of marvelly science stuff. Yes. Yes. Um. Miss Marvel goes at, uh, goes to the lecture as part of a school field trip. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man goes because the scientist is friends with Peter Parker, mm-hmm. so he introduces her in the lecture. And then, of course, exactly what you would expect. Someone shows up. Someone tries to kidnap the scientist. Aha! Yep. Want to build a robot. <laughs> and um, it's a Spider-Man villain. Oh, oh, okay. If I have to guess, I'm going to say chameleon. Nope. So is it ox from? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, I mean, know what the name of that group is. I mean, what the enforces. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, totally brain fired on that one. Um, nope. It is. Um, can I give you for Nancy Dan? No, it's still the answer. It's, well, it's a scientist. Oh, it's not the lizard, obviously. Nope. It's a, most of Spider-Man's villains are scientists. It's Dr. Octopus. Yeah. Vulture was an assassin. No. Is it Dr. Smith or Smythe? The Smythe, guy, no. The guy who creates the spider slayers? No. Nope. It is, is it? an animal-based villain who's a scientist, not Doc Ock. The jaguar? This guy, man. <laughs> You're actually closer than you think. <laughs> who is it? Oh. Oh, who is it? The jackal. The jackal? Yes. Oh, I was gonna say the jackal. I'll just say I'll just say Warren. What's his name? Because he's the guy that creates the clones, right? Yep. Yeah. His name's Warren something or other. <laughs> See, I was gonna say him. <laughs> so you know, of course, he comes to attack, and capture the scientist's work and stuff, and um, so then Miss Marvel and Spider Man they team up, mm-hmm. 
Hence, of course. the name. <laughs> yeah, team up. So, um, I mean, as far as that goes, it's a pretty standard story. Um, but issue two has the same same two in it. So mm-hmm. is it to be continued storyline? Yes. Okay. All right. I like. I I do like the the seeing it from both angles bit. Yeah, it's an, it is kind of cool that they did that. The yeah, art's nice. Yeah, it's it's good. It's not super amazing, but it's good. Okay. So this is a side note. There's an ad here in this book for champions, and they make a big deal by Cyclops going back to the champions. Mm-hmm. You said you read the champions, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that young, time-displaced Cyclops was a member. I knew he was, like, kind of met them, but I didn't realize he was a member. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that he potentially had any kind of relationship with any of mm-hmm. um, Did you read the newest issue yet? Mm-mm. Okay. And no spoil. Basically, you find out that, that when Scott Summers went back in time, his memories got rolled into the present one. So it basically. Oh, I was wondering about that. Yeah, and I think that's very interesting. I think it's that very, very interesting. interesting. Yeah. So when he when he encounters them, he's like, I remember everything. So they so. didn't. Yeah. So they didn't just wipe. wipe it's, them it's not, yeah. So instead of instead of like the many thousand times that they that they have a time displaced character and it turned out to just be a divergent timeline, I don't quite know how this isn't divergent timeline, but apparently he remembers everything once mm-hmm. once that Scott went back to the past. Apparently, the second he hit the, he hit his proper place in time, he inherited all his memories, which I thought was very cool. That is very cool. But getting back to that book, although it makes me wonder, then that would mean have that would mean the rest of them would too, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah. So because none of them, nobody else has nobody else has said that yet. That I'm you aware got, of. You got Jean Grey, you got everybody else, the mm. Beast, and Nice Man, all that stuff. But I mean, sure, they're busy, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> of course they. <laughs> uh, think they they might. Well, getting back to this book, you said you liked it. It's pretty good. I did like it. Um, yeah. I bought the I bought issue two, which just came out this week. Yeah, but you haven't read it, right? I haven't read it yet. Um, I'm interested to see, like I, like we said already, if it's going to be different characters or Spider Man plus characters. Yeah, I'm going to stick around for that, and then maybe make my decision based on the characters. We'll see. But for now, um, I'll continue with it. But overall, I liked it, but it didn't wow me. Yeah. Kind of figured that, but the fact that it's Marvel team up, yeah, has a lot of potential. Yeah, but this right now, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go three stones. Oh, that's low. I thought you were gonna for sure say four. No, no, not quite. Well, the potential so. for the series, I think, probably would be a four, right? But not yes. Uh, but this particular this particular issue was a three. It was kind sense. of a it was kind of a standard yeah story. Did you read um, Spider Man? Life Story Issue 2 yet? I have not yet. Oh, my God. I'm looking forward to it. Such a creepy book. Is it? Yeah. (laughs) Got got Jackal on it, and he's a creepy dude. No kidding. (laughs) Well, you know his history, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so he's just, he's he's creepy around Gwen, and he's creepy in that book. (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I look forward to reading it. Yeah, it's such a good book. I mean, and that to, book is that book is taking chances. I might have to, yeah, because it's totally doing its own time. Well, that reminds me, I have I have the issue one. I'll give that back to you. Oh, life story downstairs. Yeah, yeah. I forgot you had. It. I already forgot you had. Oh, I could have. You could have just could have just added it to your collection. <laughs> I wasn't even on. Um, but I, I, yeah, I like I like that that yeah. whole. I like that that yeah, series. That book, I have to definitely put that on my sub. It's, I've been buying it off the shelf, but I gotta yeah, I'm gonna have to put it on mine. Too. It's very interesting. Yep. And I like what they're doing with it so far. Um, but yeah, so there you go. That's Marvel Team Up. And now for my final book, which is something I know you're very excited about, <laughs> Dario. 
and it's something you've very highly been looking forward to. <laughs> I know. I know that you have stated this. Several, I, I, people walk in this door and they go, you times. have to buy this book because I don't want it on the shelf. <laughs> Get rid of it. <laughs> it was this terrible piece of trash. <laughs> and this book is War the War of the Realms. Hooray. Issue number one. It's now, a Marvel event. It's a Marvel <laughs> event. I have the variant cover with Hulk, uh, Gwyn, Gwyn, um, Spider, Spider Gwen. Gwen. Ghost Spider. Ghost Spider now. And Angela. Very nice cover. Yep. That's why I picked it. Okay. Is this an Avengers story? Is this a Thor story? Is this, is this like, is this like Atlantis Attacks? Is <laughs> throwing all these really awesome, like, things at you. So this story was. <laughs> This story was, where's the, uh... Plot? You're looking for the plot? No, I'm not looking for the plot. It's <laughs> I'm the sure plot. I'm looking for the credits. You usually have the last page, the first page, the last page, exactly halfway through. <laughs> it is, I know, I just, I wish, I wish they just put them all on the same page. Yep, that would be nice. Try three pages in, because literally, I'm, I'm, I'm serious about this one. If it's not on the first or the last page, it could be th- to three pages. I did that. See, now, thing is... The they, creative team is so embarrassed they have not added their names. <laughs> now, granted, DC oh, there does... Oh, it is. D, DC, <laughs> I know, it's a huge two-page spread. Oh, because I skipped <laughs> over this page, which has the previously and all the characters. DC does trashy events, too, and they do them like, like it's, like it's uh, you know, something that's going to keep them <laughs> in business. <laughs> Probably the better ones that they're doing. Sorry, but. <laughs> Here's a question. <laughs> Deceased? Yeah, but listen. Deceased. None of that stuff. A zombie. A zombie's not, DC. None, none needed- of that stuff has required reading outside the main title. This is freaking D- Thor, Avengers, Punisher, Venom, Spider-Man. I dis- everybody. <laughs> like, I there's disagree. a checklist in the back. <laughs> Metal had tie-ins. Metal? Metal. D- oh, yeah. Well, that's trash. That was. Yes. <laughs> DC does trash books. That's because they hired Scott Schneider and they were like, make us money. Yeah. Anyway, the book is written by Jason Aaron. Oh, I know him. He's a good yeah, writer. He is. He's a very good writer. He wrote, he wrote is, in his writing, Thor. Yes. And also created a character for that book that had my name, called Dario. We all make mistakes. But! <laughs> <laughs> um, and it is drawn by Russell Dodderman. I love your review. Huzzah! I shall buy many copies of it. Thanks. Thanks. So, yes, this... Now, I have not been reading Thor. Because I don't, I like, I love Jason Aaron's writing. Mm-hmm. I read a little bit of Thor, like Jane Foster's Thor. Mm-hmm. I read some of that; it was yep. good. But I, but Thor is one of those characters. Where I'm like, mm, I'll, I'll take him in Avengers or whatever. But that's how I feel. I'm not really interested in his solo stuff. Yep. Although I guess it's been pretty good. But anyway, so this starts off at the, in Thor, and it's one of those things that Jason Aaron's been building up for a long, for a while. And basically, the Dark Elf Malekith has built up an army and has invaded invaded and conquered the Nine Realms. Sure, you're going to say seven. Because I had no idea how many how many there were in my head. You're incorrect. And you said nine. I said nine. I, I said he conquered nine. Oh, he conquered nine. He conquered nine. So this book starts off with him attacking the Tenth Realm. Which is Midgard. Midgard. Yeah. Which is where everybody comes together. Is this a Ragnarok story? No, because Ragnarok involves the, the giant snake. Yeah. So this, this, what's interesting is 
and why they're branching off into all these other books. See, the downside about this, of course, as you said, with, with Marvel's been doing a lot lately, is it's not just War of the Realms, which would be fine. Yeah, it spills in other books. Not just does it spill into other books, but they're creating other books. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's War Scrolls. War Scrolls. Rolls. Rolls. <laughs> there's War of the Realms X-Men, there's War of the Realms Punisher, there's this, there's that. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But that because Malekith has built an army with several generals, including Ulick the Troll. Yep. Ulick the, I've always liked them. It's weird calling them Ulick the Troll because it's Lick the Troll. That's weird. Don't lick the... That's his brother. Don't, called, don't lick the Troll. Don't lick the Troll on Uranus. And then his his other brother, please look troll. (laughs) (laughs) And he's, you know, like the Enchantress, the dude from Roxxon, which is the dude from Roxxon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's from the the Queen of Heaven there and Alexa. What's uh? I don't remember her name. Angela. Are you talking about? No, Angela's mother. Oh okay. Angela is actually a good guy. But anyway, so you know, basically, yeah, the Frost Giants. Loki's. That's Loki's. Who, spoiler, he just, huh? He just, he, he ate Loki. We already know he comes back. You don't know that! I know, I do know it. Work yes, at a comic but, shop. <laughs> but now the question is, which form will it be? Because Loki... Whichever one, whichever one sells him the most, sells him the yeah. most, the one that looks like the guy that... <laughs> Lo, yeah, the Tom Hiddleston version. Loki has in his lifetime in the comics been a man, a woman, and a child. Yep. In his original form, he was like a villain man, you know, with big nose, <laughs> thick eyebrows, kind of a, I'm a villain posture. <laughs> I gotta admit, when he was a woman, I was kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. nice costume. <laughs> well, one explores. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so basically, it's a big um, battle book. Mm-hmm. The big war. It's That's war issue one. This they, issue one. They explain what goes on, or they basically tell you previously in Thor. Previously in um, so it's it's good. It's good. It could be cool. Some cool stuff will probably happen in it. But it is another big event. Right. It spills out into other things. It feels like both Marvel and DC do at minimum two big events a year. Yes. But. They always, they try to make sure that one of them spills in the else. Yeah, like one of them's big, right? And is going to be like affecting everything. And then mm-hmm. the other ones are like, oh, this is the Spider Man event, or, right? This is the Superman event. Well, right now they're doing an X Men event, are like they? The, the Age of X Men thing. It's over, isn't it? Oh no, it's not over. It's, it's about to it's be. It's just over. about to be over. Yeah. Oh, but I can't wait for the 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 Jonathan Hickman books. <gasps> oh yeah. I put myself down for those lickety split. Yeah. Just like, Hickman, please, thank you. I'll read his books all day long. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. But as far as War of the Realms goes, meh. So all said and done, you read that book. How did you feel? Do you feel like you wasted your money? No. All right. That's all that matters. In the yeah. yeah. I feel like it could be good. But then it's like, do I want to get all the other books, even though I did buy a couple of them today? You feel like you'd rather read that in a trade format? Kind of. Yeah. Like if you bought the trade, you would be like, oh, I can just you know plow through this and then. Yeah, and then, and then it's and then it comes down to do I need to read all the other? Well, that's the other thing, especially if it's going to be in a trade form, because if, if it's required reading, a good publisher will bind that stuff in the storyline, right? Instead of make it different. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I'm a sucker, so I'll probably keep reading. Did you read Fear itself? Yes, I did. Did you like Fear? I don't remember. <laughs> when, it, when it was when it was all said and done, 
I liked Fear. I yeah, I liked it. I mean, it was just a big fight. Yeah, but I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this I, has to be better. If it's a Thor-based storyline, it'll have to be better. It has yeah. to be better than. Fear. I think it could be. I mean, it's pretty. They're building up to be pretty huge. I mean, I don't know what the heck they're gonna do. I mean, they've already taken Asgard and put it on Earth. They've already like they've they've done weird as like Thor Earth right. combos before. Right, yeah. So I, mean, I don't know what the change is gonna be for this because mm-hmm. usually when they do an event, it's because they want to introduce something else. Right. Like another like we're gonna do another Thor book. Right. We're gonna do Asgardians of the Galaxy, or we're gonna do something else. Which right. I guess is now. A thing is definitely an ongoing. So I'm <laughs> the gonna, question is to whether or not that's an ongoing. I'll keep reading it, but <laughs> we all thought it was a miniseries. I really, at first, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It was hey, you got issue one. They mentioned it. In, they mentioned it in the movies. I'm sure it's going to go up in value. Yeah, I'm sure. Thor said, "As Guardians of the Galaxy" in the movie, which you're going to get to in a minute. That's right. That book just went up in value. Yeah. <laughs> this book, however, I don't know. I mean. I'll I'll stick with it, see how it goes, but I yeah. I mean, you know, you have to weigh the potential of how you know, it could be really cool, could be a good ba- big battle and stuff, but then you gotta weigh that against it. It's another event book. It you know, it's stretches out every you know, everywhere, so how much do you need to get involved with it and so um so for for all of that combined, I'm gonna go with a four. A four for Thor. <laughs> uh, Is that a higher rating than <laughs> <laughs> just the first issue? All right, that's the first issue, and it had, probably had more action. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Cool. All right. All good, right. Good, so good there you go. That's our reviews for this month. Just toss them over your shoulder. So now that's it for our review segment. So let us move on to uh, our next segment: some discussions. So we we don't we don't really have any big news to talk about because. We have plenty to talk about with uh, um, some movies and such. So, let's start off with the big one. Marvel's Avengers Endgame. That came out. Sorry. I'm sorry you missed it. <laughs> I'm sure I understand how you could have missed it. It wasn't very well marketed. No, not it was terribly marketed. <laughs> I didn't see any toys for it. I never once saw it mentioned at McDonald's or Burger King. <laughs> God, I never saw any phone commercials involving it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see any fruit with captain america's picture on yeah it. i didn't see any i didn't see any cheeses <laughs> that maybe had the hulk on it <laughs> all right so we're gonna talk about avengers endgame so i mean let me start off with a spoiler warning this is your official spoiler warning we're probably gonna spoil some stuff because i don't feel like oh yeah no we're gonna spoil it we just we're just this is 100 spoiler zone it's been out for a week if you just happen to have listened to it right when we put this out. And, but I'm sure, you know, maybe it'll be out for multiple weeks by the time you listen to this. So you've got plenty of time to watch this movie. If you haven't seen it by the time you listen to this podcast, you're probably not a huge Avengers fan. <laughs> and that's cool because you don't all, you don't all have to be, but spoiler. <laughs> but it certainly helps. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah. Um, what'd you think? I loved it. Me Great. Too. Loved it. It was a perfect bookend. The 10 years worth of movies. Yes. And I'm glad that 10 years worth of movies because <laughs> the thing that people are not liking me say at the store is I don't want to see another huge storyline. Yeah. I want a smaller condensed storyline. Yeah, to, I, I get I, I wanna, totally I get I don't want to wait. Right, like yeah. I, I mean, it was great. It was fun. I loved, you know, I loved all the build up to yeah. it. It, yeah. was, it was fun and exciting, but yeah. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it was uh, Infinity War 
is its own self-contained movie. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Endgame is its own movie. It has a beginning, middle, and an end. But it doesn't negate the other movies. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any. It, it makes some changes to the timeline, but it doesn't make anything so crazy that un, you know makes the other movies like invalidated. So right, yeah. yeah. And it paid homage to all the past movies. It revisited all the important timelines and all yeah, the movies. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, every every character got it got you know a, a little bit of a of a segment, mm-hmm. and then the last big fight was exactly what you wanted. Yes, it was a huge fight. Oh. And for me, with some great stuff in it yeah for me we got to hear avengers assemble on screen yes so i was happy with that (laughs) yes i was like yeah 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 and i will fully admit this they got me all the moments all everything yeah they got me oh yeah they did too i saw it with a great crowd i mean everybody laughed at all the right parts everybody clapped at all the right parts everybody cheered at all the right parts Uh, i mean when 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 uh Black Panther comes out with the Wakandan army, yeah. like the whole theater just went, they lost their minds. It was great. Oh, there was so there was a, there was so much in the movie that just it was just you talk about fan service yeah, and everything. Yeah. And the last hour of the movie is just fan service. Yeah, it's just it's just, it just here's it just, here's that fight that you it figured paid off everything. Yeah. If you if 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 there was a movie, a Marvel movie, this character is in that scene punching somebody else. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So it's exactly it's 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 having grown up reading comics my whole life and Marvel events mm-hmm. since they became a thing. Mm. This is the Marvel comic book event encapsulated into ten years of movies. Yes, it's it's something that no other movie franchise could do. Yeah, Star Wars couldn't do it. Nope. I mean they've got a story, but not like this. Right. I mean no other movie could do it. Others have tried. Yeah. And not done well. Oh yeah, I mean, every, every people that have tried to to copy it, they're like, "Oh, let's make a, a universal monster movie, shared cinematic universe right. fail." Yeah, let's uh, you know do a DC cinematic universe fail. It's just you know, and for, and for various reasons, right? But ultimately, what it boils down to is, I think that they, all of those were trying to get to a point without earning that point. Oh yeah, they were trying to get to it right then and there. Right. And Marvel started with with Iron Man, which again is part of the bookend of this of this whole thing. Yep. Like, it begins and ends with Iron Man. Yeah, so that's a great part in the movie too. Yes, it is. Oh, um, yeah. So I mean, they start with what was supposed to be just a one movie, like let's just make an Iron Man movie, and, mm-hmm. and very quickly through a series of Easter egg teasers at the end of these movies oh. led into Thanos. <laughs> so ah, uh. like somebody in Hollywood said, you know what? The fans are saying. We could never do Infinity Gauntlet. Let's prove them wrong. <laughs> we could actually do Infinity And I'll admit, I was one of those fans. I'm like, yeah. there's no way. Yeah, there's no way they're going to do Infinity Gauntlet. That's crazy. The it, only, but, I mean, this is the movies are nothing like the comic. No, of course. I mean, aside from the fact that Thanos gets the Infinity Gauntlet and does what he does. Right. Um, I mean, they don't deal with the cosmic level part of the comic that right. they dealt with and all that. So There's no death. I mean, there's death, but. The character of death. Yeah, the character of death isn't there. So, I mean, what they what they did with it is great. Now, granted, this particular movie has some weird time traveling shenanigans going on that a lot of people could talk about and, re- and rework in their heads a hundred times. Right. Uh, but overall, the movie itself, moment for moment, is great. Yes. You get to see things like um the first fifteen minutes. Oh. Is a is 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 a nonstop like emotional ride yes. all the way up to when 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 they when they reencounter Thanos. Yes, and you know what you know what killed me? 
I can't believe that they, I was surprised that they went the five years thing. Oh yeah, me too. So at, they went five years after the snap. Yeah, that shocked me. That me too. I'm that like, wow. Me. So yeah. they, I mean, it didn't just, it didn't just happen. And then they went and fixed it. Yeah. Yeah. They so, were living with it for five years. Yeah. So in the movie, they deal with, they deal with the heroes, the heroes trying to like understanding the scope of what happened mm-hmm. that Thanos is missing. All their friends are missing. They don't know what's going on, how they're going to resolve it. Then Thanos on his, whatever planet he's on. Actually, no. So they, 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 they encounter Captain Marvel. First thing, get Tony back. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's done. Captain Marvel brings Tony back. Then she's off screen. We'll be seeing it. Yeah. Till the end of the movie. <laughs> Which, um, actually, it's a good way to deal with her. It the is. It is so so much higher than everybody. And they they make they they explain it in a way that makes sense mm-hmm. because there's she even said it. There's more than just Earth. Yeah. She's she's a cosmic protector. And who knows? Maybe we'll see that. Yeah. Oh, we are going to be a part of the during next but, phase. I'm sure during the snap. What she does. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, um, so they bring back Tony right away. Bam, Tony and I, Tony and Cap, meet each other for the first time since since Civil War, and they're pissed at each other. Mm-hmm. So that thing goes south quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fingers are pointed. Friendships are broken. A great moment in that scene <laughs> when uh, when Tony when when uh, rockets. I still I love that rocket was a part of all this. Yeah, because it was just like. The Avengers and there's Rocket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Rocket says something, and Tony says, "Oh, this whole time I thought you were a builder bear." <laughs> <laughs> I missed that line. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, there's a lot of laughing that happened in the crowd I was with. I know there was some funny lines I missed, and that's from yeah. There were there were some really good lines, yeah. some good stuff. But they but but uh, they find out that Thanos uses the used the the, the gauntlet again mm-hmm. so they find out what planet he's on and well before captain marvel takes off you know after she saves him i mean thor who's crushed that yes. that he failed let's go get him and captain marvel walks right up and is like yeah let's go after this guy up right let's go yeah. get him and just take care of it we're right just now. gonna do it right. we're gonna take the stones we're gonna fix everything yeah we're gonna take the stones and fix everything so they go and they you know of course tony's not going they fly out there they find thanos they find out Thanos destroyed the destroyed the gauntlet. I loved that, and that was so much shock and sorrow on the uh, faces of our heroes. That was amazing. That and was then, that's an amazing. And then when Thanos is about to story. give his about to give his speech, Thor just whoop, chops off chops his head. head. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, "What did you do?" And he's like, "I killed him. Done. That's it. Finish it." <laughs> and you know what? I mean, he destroyed the stones. What? Yeah. But that that Who that, cares, that you know? scene where they were just the uh, I mean aside from the shock of finding out that they can't undo this thing is that Thor just murdered this guy and they all look at him and Thor's just like what it's like right yeah he had to pay it's done so there's, you're not going to get anything from him yeah from so him. why you know they just straight up kill him and then they do the five year jump like you said yeah and that shocked me too I'm like oh, yeah five years that's big yeah and then. It becomes really important that they have to deal with the timeline because five years have happened. People's put their lives back together. The world's so changed significantly. As much as you can. Yeah, the world's changed significantly. And in this case, out of all of our heroes, Iron Man is lucky enough that his love of his life and wasn't taken away from him, so right. he's had a daughter. Mm-hmm. So if they change time, when they when they come up with this plan, if they change time, then it loses his daughter. So mm-hmm. it makes it very clear that they're not changed past. Right. Everything that happened, happened. Yes. Everything that happened, happened up to right. that point. 
So the plan is to use time travel, get the gauntlet, bring everybody back right then and there. And that's the other point is the fact that going forward, they have characters that are five years older than other characters at this right. point. Somebody was asking me how Peter Parker was put in the yeah. same class. And I'm oh, like, that has come up. I'm like, all his friends were gone. I was like, that's easy. All his friends were killed. That's the reason why he's still in the same as all his friends. Oh, yeah. It's like half the universe was yeah. taken away. So you just say that right, they're all yeah. taken away. Yeah. So, and if there's any characters that didn't like, just move them on. So I'm going to do. Get rid of them. Yep. So, and then uh, there's all that talk in the, you know, on the forums and in the store that the biggest hero of this movie is that is that rat, that one rat that reactivates <laughs> the, the controls on Ant-Man's van <laughs> that bring Ant-Man back. And start the whole ball rolling for this theme. Sure, sure. Yeah. Rat's probably dead now, but. <laughs> yeah, rat's probably dead now. <laughs> but we have. Uh... Maybe that was Pizza Rat. What's that? Maybe that was Pizza Rat. You remember Pizza Rat? No. It was a. I think it was last year. It was a viral video came that came out of a rat in New York City yeah. carrying a piece of pizza down a flight of stairs. He <laughs> was just dragging it, so everybody called him Pizza Rat. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So then this whole time travel thing happened and start saying, you know, shenanigans. Sure, but there's always there's always things when you deal with time travel that get kind of messy that can happen. But they do so they figure out that when Scott comes back, he's only been gone for five hours right. instead of five years. Right. So they can they figure out if if they can figure out how to do it, they can use the quantum realm to travel back in time. Which, nobody can figure out how to how to navigate the quantum realm. Right. Which I love that Ant-Man actually ended up playing such a huge part in all of this. Yeah. Ant-Man so, yeah. I mean, when you watch, like, when you watch the first Ant-Man movie, and he's, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a great guy and all, but he's kind of a bumbling idiot yeah. in a way, and he kind of stumbles into being a hero, yeah. but... Yeah, he's, a, he's he, an everyman kind right. of a deal. Yes. I mean, he's got abilities, but he's a... And, but in the end, he ended up being a big part of it. Yeah, everything, which is cool. And I also love when they when they finally are like, "Well, we, let's go to Hulk. Hulk can do this for us." And Hulk's like, "Yeah, well, I can maybe try." Oh, and speaking of Hulk, oh yeah, he's Professor Professor Hulk. Hulk. Yeah, ah. which took a long time to get used to for me. <laughs> so weird. I was just like, "Ooh, it was weird, but it's odd." I was like, "So, so me, me, and um, a couple of the other guys on some of the other podca- pa- podcasts that I'm co-host on." Um, Wookie Radio and Weeby Geeks. We were saying, "Oh, I'd love to see Professor Hulk," but, but um, that you've seen it, you're like, cool. <laughs> no, I liked it. I liked it, but we didn't think it would actually happen. Yeah. So in this movie, but it did. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I actually thought we would get a storyline that led up to that. Yes. Yeah. But it was just like, "Oh, hey, look, I'm here. <laughs> Move on." So we know that happened. <laughs> well, the storyline was the five years. Yeah. So you didn't see how it happened, but. It, in the five in that years, five years yeah. that's how, um, I was listening to a different podcast and they were saying, they were talking about how everybody dealt with it in different ways. Yeah. Like Hulk, he ended up becoming Professor Hulk yeah. and kind of taking control of every, of his, his life. Mm-hmm. And then you had like Black Widow who. Took over S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. And but, was just going to protect the world. Right. And she's just like, she was just. She only work. Devastated. Yeah. Devastated by and Thor, yeah. Who, yeah, who Thor is devastated by it too, obviously. Yeah. yeah, but he, you know, he he sees it as his biggest failure, yeah. and so that's that's interesting too. How they did everybody kind of handled yeah. it. Captain America started a, a support group yeah. and things. That was all interesting. And then uh, 
So we got that going on and all that time travel going on. And when they go to Tony and Tony's Tony like doesn't want to do it for him. Mm-hmm. And they have that great scene, that amazing scene. And then, and then Tony's like, tinker around Cause you know, Tony, you yep. know, I'll just tinker that's around. Great. Yeah. That's great too. Cause you know, yeah. Tony, he can't just yeah. let it go. Yeah. And Even though he, he desperately wants and to. And then he's like, oh, crap, I did it. <laughs> it's like, oh, that took, what, a day? Oh, that's terrible. I did, it. I did that really quickly, too. And he had to wrestle with the concept of what he was what he was about to do. Right. It wasn't easy. And I love you know, the fact they had to go and sit with Pepper and say, I did it. I got to do. And it just it didn't take much. They both were like, we know you. Right, it. yeah. Which I like that, too. Yeah. That's what a hero does. So, and then we do the time travel and all that, and we revisit all the key elements of all the other movies. Mm-hmm. And so you have the, the first Avengers scene with an hysterical part where the Hulk has to go and blend in. So <laughs> Professor Hulk, <laughs> Professor Hulk, just is like, whatever, I hate this. He just rips his shirt <laughs> off. Like, and this is so ridiculous. <laughs> Bashing cars going. He's like, Hulk, Hulk smash. smash. Yeah. <laughs> he picks up the motorcycle. Yeah. That, was, that was a great scene. And then there's a, there's that uh, that the scenes with uh, Robert Redford's character from Winter. From, yes. Uh, yeah. Was it Winter Soldier? It was Winter Soldier. Yeah. Oh, and that, and that elevator fight scene, which mm-hmm. they almost redid. Yes. That was, that was such a great scene. That was awesome. And just so many good things that they revisited. You know. Uh. And the, Hell, Cap saying Hail Hydra. Yes. Which is right from the comic. Yeah. So. And it was also very controversial in the yeah, comic. Yeah. And then uh, then Cap versus Cap fight. So we got a lot of really good scenes yes. in all this. Uh, and then we did the Thor thing. <laughs> the Hulk taking, having to take the stairs. Yeah. And the, the Thor <laughs> scene, which I like to call the bathroom break. That's where I was like, I can leave at this point. And I did. In fact, I missed that Jane, that Jane Foster was in it. Oh, really? Someone told me she was in it. I was like, oh, she was in it. That's when I walked out of the theater. That's when I went to use the I didn't leave the theater once. Yeah. Oh, man. So I got to go in once <laughs> yeah. in a while. That you are. Anyway. <laughs> but um, the Thor. Uh, so the, so Thor handled his. Um, he handled everything by becoming an alcoholic. Yeah. And <laughs> he drowned everything in, his, in, his, in booze. He put on a ton of weight and he basically became Volstag. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, he, he kind of shacked up with, uh, Korg and, and Meek. Yeah. Um, you know, playing Fortnite, which apparently I was reading an article about how it's kind of like a, like a, like a meta thing there because and Fortnite's doing a an Avengers crossover in game right now. Oh, really? Yeah. So <laughs> Fortnite was in the Avengers movie. And the Avengers are in the Fortnite game. <laughs> nice, nice. And basically, Thor became um, the Big Lebowski. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I, I was joking around that, that killing that me. It just that just opened that character up to tons of cosplay. Yeah. Now, 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 oh now, yeah. Now, yeah. Now, now everybody, like just any regular guy with a big beard, the big belly, <laughs> can dress up as Thor. I know what I'm going to dress up as for Halloween. <laughs> there you go. Oh, but it was just every time he was. It was just killing me. So much, I was laughing so much it, just seeing him standing in the in frame. Yeah, when everybody else is talking, with just seeing him, I was it was just like making me chuckle. Yeah, yeah. Now, of course, you know the internet being the internet, there's always naysayers and everything. So there were some people complaining about, oh, you know, they, they shouldn't have been making fun of him or whatever because he's you know he's yeah. having. PTSD, yeah. mental problems, and all that. I'm like, I understand what you're saying, but it made the movie good. It made the movie good. <laughs> I also I like the fact that when he, um, well, he really he found out he he convinced himself he was still worthy mm-hmm. by 
summoning great Molnir, yeah. yeah and then and then you know and then when he got in the fight at the end it's not like when he had both hammers it wasn't like the lightning struck him became fit thor again right. it was <laughs> thor heavy set thor the whole movie which i thought was really good but so. with a braided beard yeah yeah <laughs> which that was, was right. yep. that was cool too when he had the, when he had both hammers oh it was great and then, uh, so awesome. after after the Thor scene, what do we have after the Thor scene? But the Thor scene was there was a really good um, there was a good moment when they went back in time and Thor and Rocket went to go get the ether. Yeah, and Thor met up with his mother. Yeah, on the day that she was going to die. Yeah, that's so what that used to that led. Oh, now I saw part of that talk. I saw I saw I saw him meet his mom and talk. Like I don't. Know. <laughs> it led to a really good. A really good moment, though. Mm-hmm. And she basically says, you know, tells him, um, it doesn't matter who you think you're supposed to be, yeah. who you are. Yeah. So, anyway. So, that was a really good scene. And then, it, it, what's funny is when they decide to start this time heist, as they call it, mm-hmm. um, I think it's Black Widow at one point, is like, you know what? There's, like, almost all the gems are on Earth in New York. Right. At certain times. We don't have to go very far. We just have to get there in the timeline. Mm-hmm. But um, like almost everything we need is on Earth in New York, right? <laughs> and I'm like, and it's like, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. They're yeah. all, they're all there. <laughs> you just need to go to Asgard for one, another planet for the other one. Everything else is in New York. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but uh, the, the other one after that is when they go get the Soul Stone. Yeah, and that was a good scene. That was because a- we know the Soul Stone. You can't get it unless you sacrifice something. Mm-hmm. And it comes down to as. Thanos was just like, well, I was just going to throw Gamora in. It was a thing for him to do that. Mm-hmm. But in this one, it's like Black Widow or Hawkeye trying to sacrifice themselves. Right. To the point where they almost both you know, jumped yeah, off the Yeah, they edge. end up having a, a fight to, yeah, you know, to, to see who's going to kill themselves. <laughs> Which is interesting. And um, But I was shocked. I, that shocked me. Literally shocked me. Really? How that ended. I was not expecting like, Whoa, that's not at all what I... <sighs> I thought they were setting up Hawkeye to die, one hundred percent. I didn't because um, actually, I kind of at that moment I was fifty fifty. I really, I was like, they could go either way. Yeah. I really, I don't yeah. know what they're gonna do. And then they did it. I just was like, they're making a they're making a Black Widow movie, or unless they lied about that. Yeah, I mean, is, is she's a character that they're kind of vested into doing something with in the future. But from what I no know, way. that's supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be a prequel. Yeah, it is now. Makes sense. Well, now yeah, it's going to have to be. Yeah. Um, or they could follow the comics because she's been cloned. The oh, stuff about right, Black Widow, which right, I didn't yeah. remember, like she's got super soldier serum and et cetera, right. et cetera. Um, yeah, so I was, uh, that, that literally shocked. So they have all the stones and they all go back. During the trip, we find, oh yeah, we, um, uh, War Machine and Nebula went and oh, right. got the Power Stone from the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Right. And from the moment in the beginning where, where Peter Quill goes to steal it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm not a big fan of that first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Like, I love, I like the Guardians of the Galaxy team. I actually ended up liking them more after the second movie. See, I love the first one. The second one. I'm the uh, only one who ever says that. Like, everybody I talk to loves yeah, the first one yeah. and doesn't love the second one. And I love the second one. Like, I watch the second one whenever it comes. Well, you're weird. I am a weirdo. Way. I'm a strange guy. Yes, uh, um, But. It's that when they when they did the scene with him dancing and looking like a complete fool and all that stuff, I was like, that's one of the reasons why I didn't like it because. <laughs> <laughs> but I like because they put they put the the twist on it where he was dancing and stuff, and then they showed it from Nebula. Yeah, and, well, and, they can't hear the music, obviously. Yeah, so like, he's just 
And Rhodey's like, this guy? Yeah. So we but just... Nebula from the... So Nebula's in the past, and we find out that her electronics are somehow linked. So when she's in the past, she's automatically linked to the Nebula from that time. From, which is, so Thanos which is finds very out. interesting. Yeah. So Thanos immediately finds out what's going on. I did not expect all of that. No, neither did I. At all. Like, like I thought it was going to be zero villainy in this. Right. Was yeah, just, I was <laughs> like, oh, they killed Thanos. Who's, who's going to, you know. Yep. Oh, but it's still Thanos. Just past Thanos. Yeah. Who, one of my problems with the movie, and it's not a problem, but something got pointed out to me today, and now I'm, now I'm like, oh, you're right. So a nitpicky. That, a nitpicky thing is that past Thanos, without the glove, appears to be way more powerful. <laughs> then Thanos with the glove in the other movie. <laughs> now you can say that that th- that 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 the Thanos that they fight in this movie is fresh, and that the Thanos that they fight at the end of Infinity War has been done nothing but fight, 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 fight for the right. entire movie. So by the time he meets up the Avengers at the end, right? I mean, he's I could see a that. little worn down. I mean, he went through a lot to get the Infinity yeah. Stones. I mean, so. he basically walks through the Avengers at the end. Anyway. Yeah. Like he, he's when he's walking up to Vision, he's just kind of he's just kind of like pushing yeah. people aside, <laughs> like it's nothing. Um, yeah, but that was interesting. So Thanos finds out what's going on through Nebula. Yeah, and he goes back in time. He doesn't go back in time. He goes forward in time. He goes, excuse me, you're right. He goes forward in time. Yeah. So what they do is they swap out the Nebulas. They capture the other Nebula. They swap out the. They, they send past Nebula to the future. So he's got a mole there. And mm-hmm. she uses the time travel at, right after all the heroes get all the gems together and they undo the snap and bring everybody back. Past Nebula uses the time travel technology to bring forward well, Thanos's army. So they didn't, well, they did undo the snap, but what they did is they re-snapped. Like if you say they undo the snap, oh, yeah. it sounds they don't, like. They don't, un, they, they don't they, undo the event, but they, everybody that disappeared from the, from the snap, they bring back. At that time, so they resnap. So, yeah, so they 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 they, re, they recreate everybody that was just that was dead, but they don't affect the timeline. Right. Everyone that everyone that was gone has been gone for five years, so that's happened. Which and is interesting. I thought it was too. pretty cool how they show it too, because you don't realize that there was not the absence of something as simple as the birds until Ant Man is like, "Whoa, there's all these birds outside now." Yes. And then we're not birds out there before. Right. Yep. So just a little thing like that. Right. Because cool. Thanos. Thanos took all creatures yeah half of all creatures yeah yep. so even even the tiniest little ants yeah half of them gone thank you thanos good <laughs> job half, um, my ter- half my termites in my house gone and i liked i liked the scene to, yeah there you go i like the scene um to where they where they so they basically built a new glove yeah um uh, you know, Iron Man, Iron, Iron Man, Man builds a gauntlet yeah. and makes it so it can fit the gems. Yes. And then, so the whole thing about who was going to do it, that was, that was a cool scene too. Yeah. Well, Thor's like, I, well, I should do it because right. I'm God. <laughs> and they're like, well, you're not in the right headspace right now. Right. Yeah. And of all the people they and, pick, yeah. they pick, they pick Hulk, which is not who I thought would do it. You know why? It's because they can't blow the big scene with Tony with the gloves. Right. Yeah. The movie, but well, I mean, you know, they, and, and Hulk decided to do it because he's the only one who could. Hulk's the strongest one there is. Hulk is the strongest one there so is. So if anybody can stand up to it, it's going to be him. And, but I yeah. just didn't think that he had the. It, they make a whole point in the comics that you need to have, be a certain level of endurance, mental endurance. You need to kind of be something really, really like cosmic slash right, special right. To, yeah. to do what you they, you can do with these gloves. Mm-hmm. Now, granted. Hulk wasn't being a god. All he was doing was undoing a thing. Mm-hmm. So when you get all the gems on there, you're supposed to basically be dead. Mm-hmm. So. 
But even then, it was it was difficult for him. Oh yeah, he could so, barely do it. Yeah, he yeah. struggled. Yeah, he did it. But she didn't even need to snap. I don't know. They say they only snap because they're like Thanos did it. It's it's a thing. <laughs> it's it had because it it was it's a big everybody who ever read Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, the series, that was the scene. He just goes is, like that. Yeah, you remember the panel where he snaps his finger. It, he didn't have to snap his fingers. Yeah. It really had nothing to do with anything other than a visual of now you see them, now you don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so right. ever since then, that's the thing. Well, yeah. if you're gonna do Infinity Gauntlet, we gotta have the snap. Yeah. So Thanos snapped his fingers, everybody disappears. How do we bring them back? I guess you gotta snap your fingers. <laughs> Maybe do yeah. a little tap dance. Yeah, you gotta you clap know. on, clap off. <laughs> clap on, they're back. <laughs> clap off, they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> that would have been good um <laughs> but yeah so hulk puts on the gauntlet he brings everybody back that got snapped away yep. and our and our heroes can rejoice for all of a second <laughs> yeah because now thanos is here yes now my question is so thanos snapped and everybody disappeared in a cloud of dust mm-hmm. So when Hulk snapped everybody back, did the cloud come back? <laughs> yeah, dust I imagine, come back I imagine and, it must have been something like that. Or did they just appear? Yeah, it's, I would imagine they either just appeared or, they, or it was a slow reform. Like, mm. And the dust wouldn't even have to be the same dust. It was probably just there. Yeah, reform. yeah, probably, yeah. But they also made a point of saying that everybody appeared back where they were. So Spider-Man was on on that plaque right. with all the rest of the- I think it was Titan, wasn't it? Yeah, with all the rest, with all the, rest of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And Doctor Strange was there, so they said Doctor Strange took a uses teleport wheel. But yeah, so Thanos Thanos is there. They don't know Thanos is there. It's a celebration of all of a second, and the first thing he does is just destroy oh, yeah. Avengers HQ. That was awesome. So too. that's another thing. Avengers HQ gone. He just bombarded it. Like future movies, there is no Avengers. There's, yep. there's just scraps. Right. Uh, but that becomes the last hour of the movie, and it's just a nonstop fight. Ah. Uh. And what a fight! It's 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 a what it's a, it's fight. a it's a, we gotta get the glove back. Who's got the glove? Who's got the glove? Pass yeah. the glove like a football. <laughs> uh, we need to throw it into the quantum realm. Get rid of it forever. Everybody. Oh comes yeah, no, back. they need to they need to return the, the only way for this to work is they need to return the gems to the precise moment that they took them from. Right. Get that back. So. Right. Um. Yeah. So everybody comes back for a big battle. Everybody. Everybody. If you've ever been in a Marvel movie, you're in this you're movie. In there, yeah. Like somewhere, Stan Lee was in there somewhere. It was like, Probably, oh my yeah. god, yeah. this is his last cameo. He his was in this cameo. one, right? Yeah, he was in this, right? Yeah. What were, what was he? He I don't was. Remember. I know I saw him. Oh, when? Oh, he was in the seventies. Yes, he was yes. driving. He was driving by. Driving was, the, yeah, yeah. he's driving a car. Make love, not war, man. <laughs> he had a bumper sticker that said "Enough said" on yeah, the back. Yeah, like, oh. that's right. That's actually no, that's not his last scene. I think he, he's got a scene in Spider Man. Yeah, I'm not sure if he does or not. I that, guess we'll see. This could be it. So if, if if he doesn't have a scene in Spider-Man, then that. now what what do you think of the uh, thing where f- some fans are saying they want Deadpool to start doing the cameos? No, I want Tony right. Stark, to be. and it doesn't have to be Tony. It could be it could be uh, an intelligent AI of Tony, like they did in the oh, comics. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. But it's probably gonna be it's probably gonna go back to being being Nick Fury. Yeah, personally, I would like there to be no more because cameos just lead into it. Yeah, and no more big events. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. All my friends get angry at me every time I say that. I'm like, just kind of, everybody just take a break. <laughs> Make a couple movies. Shang-Chi. What the heck's going to happen to Shang-Chi that they do? They are making a movie. Yep. It's a done deal. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Eternals. Actually, <clears throat> they announced what phase they haven't. 
They haven't, no. They're not going to do it until after Spider-Man comes out. Yeah. Which is what, two more months, three more months? July, yeah. It's soon. And I, people tell me that, that, that the Spider-Man movie happens shortly after the events of Avengers. So Spider-Man doesn't get a break. No, no. Well, I think that's why he wants to go to Europe. He's like, just go to yeah, get out yeah, of here. Sure, sure. Um, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, so everybody comes back. Big battle. Some great, great scenes in the big battle. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of fan service in that fight. Oh yeah, a lot. A lot. <clears throat> there's the, there's the A Force cameo. Which yeah. Is the all female Avengers. There's uh. That was a little. I like that they did it, but the way they did it was felt forced a little it bit. Felt a little Didn't forced. It? it did feel it was a little more forced. Like a, a lot of people. Yeah, feel that way. I mean, I, I it was great, but it, it just was like, eh. and also it felt like, um, oh, everybody's saying they want a female Avengers. Here you go. Now shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, just all all the characters coming out of portals, and you know, Spider Man having a scene again with Tony Stark. That was awesome. That was awesome. The scene with the Hulk holding the holding up the holding up the the entire warehouse kind of was reminiscent of uh, of Secret Wars, where yep. he was holding the mountain up. Yep. I yep, thought. yep. Ant Man, Ant Man punching the giant whale. I thought was cool. <laughs> oh yeah, just a lot of great scenes. Well, of course, he was Giant Man at the time. But oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> technically, Giant Man punching the whale. <laughs> the and the um the scene where Captain America. Oh yeah, gets Thor's hammer. Oh yeah, that was it. That was amazing. Yep, that was like I mean, like not only when he says Avengers assemble, but when he picks up Thor's hammer and he just doesn't just use it because it. But he's using it to call it a lightning and beating the crap out of things. And the way they did it, it was the the hammer started flying, and you thought it was going to come to Thor. Yeah. And it came to Captain America. Yeah. And then Thor was like, I knew it! <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then, so yeah, and then seeing hand, Cap yeah. wield, wield the lightning and everything. Yeah. Uh, so that was so amazing. Yeah. And then the final, and then the, just the, the final fight, uh, all the way up to the very end when they, where they, they take care of things. They defeat everybody and just the perfect ending. And then, you know, the scene where Iron Man gets the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Because Thanos gets the gauntlet for a second. And yes. And no one thinks that everything's yep. going to go south. But then is a gem missing? Oh, no. Thanos t- Thanos gets the gauntlet and he's fighting Captain Marvel. Yes. And it's a tough fight. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, he pulls the, awesome he pulls, he pulls the power stone off the glove so he can just put it in his fist. Yes. And just starts beating the crap out of Captain Marvel with yep. that. Which probably was <laughs> Of course it was. <laughs> And then, uh, and then, and then Iron Man gets the glove, and he just says this the first line, or the last line from his movie. Yeah, I am Iron Man. Oh, what did he do? Did he snap everybody back? Is that what he did? Iron Man did did, he, did something with the glove. I think he snapped everybody back. No, he snapped all of Thanos's army away. Right, probably back to where they belonged in time. Probably. I'm not sure. <clears throat> I mean, who knows? But that I think he takes care of that, and then we have wrap up for t- Iron Man. Who I think he might have dusted him. Spoil. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, he dusted him. Yeah, he totally dusted him. Yeah. Oh, geez, forgot about that. And then, uh, and then Iron Man passes, and then Captain America send off, and then it becomes, and then it becomes like I said, like we said already, it becomes a, becomes a Lord of Rings with the with, with the, the with, this, with the multiple endings. Yeah. It's like, but just like with Lord of the Rings, I was, they're all good. They're all good. Yeah, all I was great. cool. I was happy with them all. It was everything we needed. So yeah. I didn't. I wasn't like, oh, is this thing gonna end? Or? Yeah. No. No. It was great. Um, and it didn't feel like it didn't feel like three hours at all to me. It was a great movie. Yes, and and they they answered you know some of the questions about what was going to happen to the characters. They they answered in really good ways. Um, Iron Man sacrificed himself. Yeah, and that you know that was a great scene. That was very emotional. Um, and Cap went back in time to return the stones yep. and Thor's hammer. Yeah, 
and he lives his life all the Peggy, which is great. Yes. He's got that. Um, I, I didn't think they were going to kill Iron Man at all. I, I didn't really either. Didn't. I was yeah. like, they're not going to kill Iron Man. I was surprised. Yeah. yeah. When, he, when he died, I was like, ooh, that's so two deaths. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, huh, I was expecting that. I know. Huh? <laughs> now, of course, after that, we see Cap as an old man, and um, he gives a shield to Sam. Yeah. What do you think? Well, it was in the comic. Yes. I don't, I feel like, I feel like as far as the movie universe goes, Sam hadn't earned it. Yes. Right. I feel like it should have went to Bucky. Should have went to Bucky. It should have went to Bucky. But that's only because in the, in all that time in the comics where it or made sense it was going to go to him. And this, it was like, they just At kinda, the time, yeah. Yeah. It makes this kind of, they kind of skipped the whole fact that Bucky got, got it first and had to go to Sam. I uh, liked Bucky as Captain America. Yeah. I like Sam as Captain America. I didn't really read the same as Captain I did. America. I read it. it had some really good stories in it. Did it? It's funny when when he when uh, he picked the shield up. I looked. I turned. I looked at my friend and I said that book just went up in value. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we did. I sold one today for fifteen bucks. <laughs> and I had all new Captain America number one. I put it on the wall. I was like, let's see if this sells. It's old. I was like someone paid fifteen bucks for that. What? I was going for that on on, on eBay, so I figured I'd try it. And there's the brain of a comic shop shop guy. <laughs> there it is. Oh, like, I you see this. that? That this, book just went up. <laughs> I had this in my back stock for three years already. <laughs> for four bucks, I don't want to buy it. I had ten bucks to it. Just sold it a day. <laughs> oh, I'm a terrible human. <laughs> that's business. So, um, there you have it. That's Iron. Uh, that's Iron Man. That is Avengers. Avengers Endgame in a nutshell. And if I were to give that a rating, full gauntlet. Oh yeah, that's a full gauntlet. <laughs> full that's- gauntlet. Perfect movie. It's a perfect ending to uh, to ten years. The Mar- uh, Marvel can't repeat this. They'll make other great movies, but they can't repeat. It. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I think this is uh, this is kind of like for filmmaking. I think this is kind of a historical moment. So, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I want. I also want to see Marvel like move out. Like they're doing Shang Chi, which is awesome. Yeah, they're doing the Eternals, which weird. I'm very curious to see how that how that goes. Why even pick? Very say. curious. I would have said the same thing about Guardians of the Galaxy. Go, so. I did see yeah. this. Um, so I want to see them do more like that. So, so some of the go out into the fringes a little more is cool. And now they have they're gonna they have the rights finally to the Fox characters, yeah, like Fox stuff. And they just announced that they're gonna do a Ghost Rider TV show on Hulu. Yes, and um, Damian Hellstrom. Oh, just yep. Hellstrom. It's gonna mm-hmm. deal with both Damian Hellstrom and his sister. Yeah, Satana. It's well, that's that's not Satana, but it's no, it's, yeah, you're right, yeah, yeah. But basically, it's uh, and it's gonna fact that it's on Hulu, uh, tells me that they're gonna sell more of their packages because Disney right. Plus it was gonna be $70 for the year, yeah, but you could get Disney Plus plus Hulu plus all the other stuff that mm. Disney has and pay more, so that's gonna be the reason for the package, right? And plus, they said Hulu was gonna be f- more for that type of stuff, the Marvel stuff, uh, the more mature like you know ghost rider and stuff and all right so um we've been talking about that for a while but yeah, a couple hours yeah <laughs> did you want to still do the shazam i'll just we'll do something quick i'll just basically without getting deep into it yeah i'm so, just gonna say that i was very happy with me yes so of course in the beginning of the month another a dc movie came out shazam which i enjoyed yeah. i really enjoyed I liked it a lot it was exactly what i wanted in the movie it, exactly yes it was it was really good. And the ending was amazing. The ending was amazing. I mean, the fact that the fact that they introduced a whole Marvel family, I was oh, just like so happy. I know. Yeah. It was great. <clears throat> and I loved Zachary Levi. He was awesome. Yep. 
just it was it, they did a really good job and i don't want to get my hopes up but maybe this is an upswing for dc i think it is i really think it is i think that it's not gonna not gonna focus a whole lot on doing a shared universe so it's gonna kind of make make good independent movie yeah and they need them they need to make another shazam movie right away because that kid is gonna grow up super fast all those kids <laughs> yeah no kidding all those kids are grow no up kidding. super fast. He's lickety split and then get them out i think three movies will be fine and then at that point um it might not work if they you know unless they want to naturally age up all the characters yeah yeah i think yeah. They, i think maybe if they get them if they if they do them fast they can get three I I hope they would have some kind of plan. That little girl, the youngest one, is gonna like is gonna be like twenty feet tall by the time the third movie comes out. If they do that, yeah, it's like I was watching. Um, she was. Uh, I was watching this vampire show on on Fox. Uh, what's it called? Manifest? Not man. It was about a zombie virus. Not a zombie. It was about a vampire virus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And the main the main character is this little black girl. I didn't watch and, it, but I know Zach, exactly what you're and, talking. And about. Zach from Saved by the Bell. Yeah, <laughs> and it was good. It was a combination of good and bad. It had a lot of really good points and a lot and some terrible points in it. But the, the beginning of the show, this girl was 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 tiny, and by the, by the time the season ended, she was really like as tall as Zach. Oh, really? Like, oh my god, this girl got big quick. <laughs> so this vampire virus made her grow <laughs> exponentially. <clears throat> okay, huh? Yeah. How was that? The show? Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. It's uh it had a lot of uh, a lot of things reminiscent of the stand. Mm. So it was it's 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 worth watching. It's not great, but I'd say it's say watch and watch. Well, unfortunately I have a lot to watch yeah, right to now. Watch, but... yeah. <laughs> so as far as Shazam goes, uh I give it a I give it a I'm not gonna give it an A because I don't think it was a perfect movie. I'm gonna give it a No, no, no. No? Gauntlet. Oh, well <laughs> uh five five stones. Five, yeah. Five I agree stones. with five yeah. stones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. All right, cool. So I guess that'll do it for us this evening. All right, sounds good. Um, good conversation. As always, thanks for coming, Dario. Thank you very much. And um, those of you out there, if you would like to contact us in any way, um, you can do that at the following. I usually, I haven't been doing this. I really should start doing this mm-hmm. more often. But anyway, um, follow us on Twitter at N-E-S-O-G-Pod. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, also at N-E-S-O-G-Pod. And you can also email us at nesogpod at gmail.com. You see a little theme there? I see a theme. <laughs> everything, love, everything ends in pod. Yes. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, give us a line. Maybe tell us your thoughts on the movies or books you'd like to see us maybe review. Sure. We'll think about it. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd, I'd love it. I'd love people to say you should read these fucking movies. Yeah, definitely. I'll tell you how much I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Or how much I love it. I'll be passionate about the way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, thank you all for listening. And until next time, everybody, good night. See ya.